0: i Spaces Welcome to the Ether. Today is Wednesday, December 14th, 2022. Today on the Ether, the Cosmos ecosystem tailgate party for the Maneki Neko, hosted by CryptoTank. Let's take a listen.
1: All right, guys. All right. Let's, let's, let's get for real. Let's get for real. I love playing a little bit of jams before we get started. What's up, Chad? Chad, I don't know if you have a moment. I'm going to bring you up here, though. And anybody else, if you guys would like to uh, jump in on the conversation, Just feel free. We'll bring you guys up. You know, we'll talk about things. Uh, We're going to be trying to tap into uh, the FOMC meeting, which should be live right now. Let me see if I can bring it up. Um, What the fuck? It says live December, uh, 2.30 Eastern. So it should be now? Now? Uh Uh-huh. huh. Let's begin with the biggest story of the day, and that is naturally the Federal Reserve. The Fed is set to complete its final policy
2: meeting of the year today, with investors widely expecting the central bank to slow the pace of rate hikes as inflation shows signs of...
1: All right, yeah, slow, yeah, slow the pace of Brian, rate hikes. Jen
2: for that. a preview here. Jen.
3: Good morning, Brian, live here from chilly Washington, where in this building behind me, Fed officials are reconvening...
4: All
1: right, whatever, chick. We don't need to see you flirting with the camera. All right, just to give you guys uh, a little bit of insight about what we're waiting for, guys, the uh, Fed meeting, uh, if I could find it live, and I'm trying, guys, I'm trying, uh, is on its way. We are currently at a 4% interest rate. Uh, recently, we've been getting hit back to back to back four times now with 75 BPSs. Um, we're expecting, a lot of people are expecting right now uh, for this rate hike, which they're not stopping. They're expecting this rate hike to be less than the previous four that we've been getting. Um, So again, a lot of people are expecting 25 to 50 BPS or 50 point rate hike on this go around. If that happens, uh, we actually have a really good chance. We stand a really good chance. It's not a guarantee. And I'm definitely not telling you guys the FOMO or anything like that. Just letting you guys know. We have a really good chance uh, of us seeing a little bit of a recovery of sorts. I use that term really, really loosely, uh, a recovery could mean many, many different things. It could mean just sideways price action. But it's better than getting hammered over and over and over and over with the same consistent 75 BPS. Um, Right now on uh, the the monitor tool for the Fed rate hike, uh, we're seeing people that have been surveyed saying about 83% of them think that we're going to get a 25 to 50 BPS versus 17 that thinks we're gonna get a 50 to 75. Um, again, if we get that 25 to 50 with the CPI uh, numbers that came out just the other day and the overall fundamental landscape as far as uh, that goes, a lot of things are kind of lining up for us to either go sideways or to start seeing a little bit of recovery, especially in the traditional index market, our index charts uh, or traditional markets. Uh, what's up, B-Bands? If anybody wants to jump up in here, guys, just let me know. Just let me know. Let me know what you guys think. Um, so we had a 7.1 as far as CPI, Consumer Price Index, come in just yesterday. The projection was 7.3. So it came in better than what was expected. Let me get Chad up. There we go, Chad. Uh, <coughs> excuse me. The previous report, I think, believe it was at 7.8 or 7.7. I don't have it up in front of me, but I believe it was. So it dramatically came down along with uh, the price or the cost to borrow money uh, as far as interest rates goes. Because again, guys, we're not stopping interest rates. We're just slowing down the amount that we are getting hit when it comes to raises. Um, So as long as the CPI starts coming down uh, and also people are starting to find it harder and harder to borrow money, as well as on top of the amount of people that are still able to stock up their cash reserves, because a lot of people had a little bit of cushion uh, over the past two years as they were able to benefit from the overinflation uh, with the money printing that happened, right? Like I'm talking about the money printer going bird uh, and them actually receiving free money. Uh, a lot of that free money is running out. And so as people are finding it harder and harder to borrow money uh, and, um, you know, we're starting to see the DXY look very nice and we're starting to see people get laid off. If you guys don't know, a lot of major companies are laying off uh, workers. Um, and on top of that, which is more important, a lot of bigger companies are not hiring as much people. I don't think that we should be looking as much as to how many people are being laid off. I think what we should be looking at is how many people are finding it harder and harder to find jobs or to get hired. A lot of companies are leaning out. Uh, They're finding ways to actually cut costs and be profitable and still, you know, be able to produce things uh, in a more realistic manner. So as we're starting to see a lot of things snowball, uh, and again, feelings, you know, feeling hat off, we're talking about just as an uh, investor, we got to be the abusers in the relationship between our capital and our investments. This is looking good. We you know it, it sucks because we don't want to see people. Becoming unemployed, we don't want to see people having a hard time finding a job. We don't want to see things be so expensive as far as like borrowing money or, or you know getting loans or whatnot. That all sucks. But you guys got to understand the master plan for the Feds is to make it rough so that they can come in as white shining knights and save us, right? By turning on the money printer, by uh, doing what they need to do to by by painting their picture as their savers of the common person uh, that's out there. Um. This is nothing new. If you go and take a look at the DXY on the weekly time frame on TradingView, you can see that we've been in this range for a long time of support and or resistance. Um, We hit it yet again uh, quite well, to be honest with you. Previously, excuse me. My phone keeps going off. Um, Let me go here. DXY, bring up the weekly. Uh, We've been in this range since 2008. And right now, the DXY is still showing uh, signs of weakening. Over time, And again, I, I'm kind of like, I'm really more interested um, with what's happening here in, in regards to uh, the overall fundamental landscape uh, when it comes to traditional and crypto markets. Um, what I would like to see, since we've been seeing over the past couple of days, the DXY pop underneath the 200 SMA and then get rejected from the 200 SMA when it tested it, uh, I'd like to see it pull down to about 101. That's realistically where, um, over a long period of time where we had support and previous resistance in the past. uh, I would like to see us actually falter all the way down from where we are right now, which is basically 103.84, all the way down to 101.10. If that happens and we cut through that like a hot knife and butter, we realistically, guys, can transition on the weekly timeframe down to 200 SMA, which is all the way down here to about 97.60. For the DXY. If that happens uh, and we stay doing the same things that we've been doing for this multi year trend that we've been in since 2008, there's a realistically strong chance that we dip below the 200 SMA about 5.5, 5.25 to about 5.5, which realistically would bring us down to the support line that we've been building for that many, many years, which is right around $92 um, or right about, yeah, right about. 91.82 to 92. Uh, if we come down to there, then we would just be rinsing, repeating, not necessarily, uh, you know, matching, but we're coming close to rhyming what we've been doing for many, many years now, and that would be a really good case for risk on investors. Uh, that would be a really good case for basically, uh, especially technology, uh, when it comes to the Nasdaq and maybe some some parts of the Russell Index. Uh, But especially for crypto or risk-on assets like crypto, um, not saying that we're going to run. I think those really, really big pumps are behind us. I think we're going to settle for even in bull markets more of like 250 to 500% gains on the Bitcoin price, maybe a little bit higher on some others. But those 1,500 to 2,000% returns on the on the charts, with far as price action goes, I think are behind us, guys. And so I think when I say that it's going to look better and that we realistically might be seeing, you know, a little bit of a recovery or rally. I I do mean that. And we could go sideways uh, a bit with volatility, but I do think that's going to set the tone for, uh, you know, for, for the, for the moment just for people to start capitalizing that are long-term investors. Chad, what's up, man? How's your day going? Uh,
5: Driving home, just got off work. So just listen to you talk. Freedom. But do you think that uh, I might be thinking, uh, A little too short term, but if you're waiting for the numbers to come out and you think it's going to be a 25 to 50, and you think you kind of already missed the bus and you should have bought a couple of days ago. And if you think it's going to go above, you should probably sell now. Then is that what you're saying? Thinking?
1: Um, You know, honestly, like, okay, let me actually go back to the charts real quick. Of course, it's always, I'm a big take profits guy. Like, that's, you know, I can't give anybody financial advice. I can tell you life advice though, whenever you have the possibility of being a winner, if you've taken a position and did you see yourself, in a position to realize profits, especially with traditional market sets above a 2.5 to 3% gain on the charts, you should at least consider doing so. Maybe not all of it, but in, definitely take off some risk from the table. Um, when it comes to crypto, like, yeah, for sure, definitely. Like, you know, if, if I'm just going to go back and kind of like, we'll use Bitcoin as, as our talking point, but, you know, if we're, if we're talking about Bitcoin and, and you're looking at it, as we come up, to that $18,000 price point or you know, that we've been testing it or even where we are right now you know, versus a couple of days ago. I mean, shit, uh, realistically, let me actually, oh, I'm sorry, I'm on the, on the weekly here. If, if you take a look at just a couple of days ago, I mean, we saw a low of about 15,400 and some change, right? From that low, which was not the low, I think it was uh, Monday in the 21st of November, which really, it seems like forever, but it's really not that far away. That's only uh, about 23 days, less than a month. You've seen a 15.78% gain on the charts for the Bitcoin price on spot. If you weren't taking profits after seeing a double digit gain, you only have yourself to blame. Like, you know, I I, I say in crypto, like if if you come up to four to five percent on any spot position, leverage is definitely something totally different uh, and it can amplify the, you know, the momentum upgrades and down. But if, if, if on spot, just to say on spot, like, you know, if you, $2,000 on spot, you took that low, I, I'm not certain math right now, but I'm just spitballing. And you saw like that much, or that's like, you know, roughly about $300 on spot. Like, you know, if you are leveraged, say one or two or three X, that's $900. If you didn't realize your gain and get your initial investment out, plus some profits, maybe holding some sliver of dust when it comes to Bitcoin free and clear, you're doing the game wrong. You're doing the game wrong. Like you should be actively taking profits. Hell, if you're just spot in and outing, and that's your way of kind of doing shit, like right. If you, you know, you it's, let's just say you are on a three x. And I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, uh, you know, promote leverage at all. I'm more of a spot on on higher amounts or whatnot. That's just the way I like to do things because I can hold volatility a lot better and I will get liquidated, right? But let's just say, like, I got that three hundred dollar move for for risking two thousand dollars. I got that three hundred dollar gain. I don't like people need to get off this whole, I need that 10,000 X move or that 5,000 price, uh, you know, percent move or whatever. Like that's, that shit's over with. If you get a win, take your win. You should have definitely been taking profits. And then that way, if we are wrong about all of this, which we absolutely could be, I'm saying all this stuff with the fed uh, meeting. Uh, and hopefully we'll hear something I'm, I'm watching it right now. Hopefully we hear something in just a little bit from Jerome Powell and all this other stuff. And we get something that's nice to us, right? Along with CPI, along with people being unemployed, along with people not being uh, hired anymore. And, uh, and, and, you know, just the uh, amount of capital that's, you know, not just yet totally convinced being there, like, you know, and it turning around and something else is happening. It's just something crazy, which we can't, can't ignore. FTX, Terra, like, fuck, if you guys are being crypto, we all know now, if you don't, like anything can fucking happen, right? Binance, lift flood, Binance goes under Coinbase, some crazy shit happens with Coinbase. Something, right? Definitely anything can happen. So that's why you always take profits. So yeah, to to ask your question, I know I ranted a little bit, Chad. But yeah, you like, you know, if you didn't take profits recently, I don't know, man. I don't know what to tell you. I, I like, you know, uh, I I get like, you know, accumulation zone here between 15 to 17, even right now where we're at, still a strong accumulation zone if you have a long enough time horizon. But, you know, if the if the opportunity presents itself to take profits, why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you? It's about, you know, base hits. It's about trying to bring home as many runners or or trying to put as many points on the board, not trying to go for that home run, home runs, single home run swings do not win baseball games like they happen every once in a while. And they're fun to watch and they're amazing. But same thing is boxing. Yeah, every once in a while, somebody will go for a knockout punch. It's cool. You see a haymaker come out of nowhere. Somebody throws a ham hock and like, boom, knockout. But you look at the best boxers. They're technical. They're consistent. They are winning via points. And that's what we need to do. We need to make sure that we're being constructive and conservative and we are ensuring our wins over a long period of time rather than swinging for the fence and pushing all of our chips on the table. So I'm sorry for ranting, but I think, you know, you brought up something that's really important. I think you should be taking profits for sure. I got to let my dog out here, guys. Uh, if anybody else would like to jump in here, I see B-Bands, uh, Ambedo, Totaled. I see a lot of you guys. Chris, anybody would like to jump up in here? Feel free. Jump up in here, guys. That's what it's for. Uh, let me see if anything else is coming out right now. Let me see. We'll go check out a couple of news, uh, news articles. We're going to take a look at Bloomberg real quick.
5: A yeah, uh, this is the tension that's out there folks hey,
2: sure it's not it. a bunch of chit chat there's real disagreement
1: fed uh forecast shows gdp growth of 0.5 risk What's management
2: and how
6: dan the chair might approach that question in the news conference now dan you know i know we've all heard it the fed chair has talked repeatedly about the risk of doing too little outweighing the risk of doing too much do you think given recent data maybe that assessment of risk has maybe shifted somewhat
7: well, that's certainly what the market is betting right now, right? Um, they're basing two
1: year yield is up Point zero 0.03. Hawkish
7: speech that we saw the last speech that he gave before he came in. He's also starting to deal with, even though we see the projections, it's really important. We just went up from five, I, we had six people who thought there was a 5% handle on a fed funds rate in september we went up to seven well over that that's a really big move within the participants and the whole move up in the curb i think what is interesting Can you guys is hear this? he's trying to weigh the, thumbs up, thumbs uh, the subtle nuance and there is still nuance within the fed in terms of those who really think we actually have to have a much harder landing and those who would like to call it that soft dish landing we first heard in March, which includes a rise in the unemployment rate. And I think Rich was dead on on that is there still is this is a mild recession that they're forecasting. And you know the question is, is it more abrupt up front and do we get rid of inflation more rapidly? Or is it something that's more prolonged and they slowly grind inflation out of the economy either way? Those are still two tough scenarios, neither one of which the financial markets have fully absorbed. And people have been saying this for a while, um, Scott. And you I know that you've been pretty cautious on risk assets. A lot of people have, and perhaps now they're getting exhausted by all of the pessimism. And they're saying, well, you could say what you want to say, but we see resilience and we see a soft landing. How wrong do you think the market is right now, given the data that we got yesterday and given the fact that you do see resilience with also this disinflation uh, that was apparent?
1: It's a good question.
4: Well, I think that, look, if we just look at the S&P earnings and, um, you know, the cost, you know, adjustments that are coming through because of inflationary pressures and, uh, you know, the slowdown and the the consumption, it's not hard to predict a 10% decline in S&P earnings. So, you know, that would take us from two, $220 to $200. Um, and that's that's pretty mild. Uh, then, you know, you take the average multiple for uh, the stock market in a recession and you say 15 times, uh, that's 3000 Thousand. If you want to be generous, uh, you know you say sixteen times. But uh, you know we were a long way from that sort of a level today. And um, you know I think that uh, once we get through this uh, uh, seasonal uh, rally that we're living with, and uh, the relief rally that we got from the uh, last meeting six weeks ago, uh, I think that we will renew the downtrend, and we still haven't seen the bottom for stocks
7: the season we're seeing right now. That is really, really interesting. I actually want to
1: mute these people real quickly. If you go ahead and take a look right now uh, at the uh, SPX, Dow Jones, NASDAQ, Russell, uh, all of these index charts right now, as you can see, the Dow Jones on the daily time frame, it's down uh, 0.23%. The NASDAQ is down 0.53%. The Russell is down 0.39%. The SPX is down 0.3738% as we speak. Um, so uh, right now, look, looking very indifferent right now on the charts, just looking at uh, things at face value, uh, we're running into a lot of resistance on the Dow Jones on the daily time frame, right around 34 239. 39. Uh, if you're taking a look at the previous day candle uh, versus today's candle, which we still have time to close, uh, I can tell you right now that uh, the wick lows, again, we are making lower wicks on the high note of these Hakanashi candles and also the body highs of these Hakanashi candles, uh, unfortunately right now are looking to roll over. It doesn't look very strong. Uh, yesterday's um, body uh, of our candle is still uh, very well above where we are currently with price action. So it doesn't look, in, in, in layman's terms, it's, I'm basically just saying it doesn't look very strong for the argument for us to continue the rally in the traditional markets. If I go ahead and take a look at the dial, uh, of the NASDAQ right now, same thing. We're kind of doging out right now and being very, very um, indifferent with what, which way we want to go. We started off really, really rallying, trying to get above yesterday's uh, candle close. Uh, we have yet to do that. Even the wick high on the Nasdaq didn't overcome the top of the body for yesterday's candle. So that's not really a good thing. And then we're traveling downwards as we speak right now with price action. So as we are still, you know, technically in a green candle, we're also seeing the RSI, the momentum waves. Uh, and everything else here on market cipher i like to use market cipher trend downwards so uh sorry i had to yell at my dog for a second uh so again nasdaq is still trending downwards as well guys it looks like it's smashing out even more uh, 64.65 right now Uh, russell is 0.41 percent down we're actually printing a really good red candle um and it's the same it's the same talks we're actually on our way to the Low of this body of previous uh, or yesterday's previous candle. So the market, the traditional market, not convinced right now. Um, And I think I think it's very interesting because the narrative that's getting put out there, you know, Fox, MSNBC, Bloomberg, all these, you know, I don't care if you guys believe in them or not. It's the ones that people watch. Um, They all paint that stark, like hard landing still like, no, don't don't count your eggs before they hatch. We're not in a dovish uh scenario. We're gonna probably land a lot harder. And maybe we'll land this plane, but the wheels and, and everything else are gonna come the fuck off this plane when we land it. So like I, I think they're trying to really push that narrative and control it. Uh and I think to be to be very honest with you guys, they're, you know, they're they're I don't want to say they're in cahoots, but I'm sure that the the current administration, uh as well as the feds, have all kind of like Worked and weave their, their narrative together to say, hey, let's all get on board here and not like, you know, give people the assumption that we are at all uh, going to be able to land soft or dovish uh, when it comes to, uh, you know, this recession that's just leaping overhead. Granted, again, I kind of at the same time would say, like, let's just rip the band aid off and go for it, like doom and gloom. Let's, let's just go with some chicken tacos. Um, let's just go for the gusto, right? Like, I think a lot of people are at that point right now in the market where it's kind of, I I, know, I think a lot of people are angry. I think a lot of people are, um, I don't want, I don't want to say disbelief, but I'm trying to look at the, like the phases of the market right now. But I definitely think a lot of people might, are, might be feeling a lot more anxious or angry than anything. And so like, let's just get it done with I'm going to bring up our guy, Barry, man. Uh, cautious. You post something crazy. I want to remove you. this. <laughs> <It's> just, just, <laughs> Let's go, my friend. Connecting, connecting, connecting.
8: What do you got for us, Barry?
9: <clears throat> Hello, can you hear me? Is mic on? Yeah. Hey, what's happening, man? I hear a lot of uh, bitching and moaning going on about the market. What's happening, Mr. Crypto?
1: What's going on? Uh, I'm not bitching and moaning. I'm just sitting back kind of reporting it as I see it. Uh, there is a lot of bitching and moaning in crypto Twitter, though, for sure. Um, I think right now it's just patience. Patience, patience, patience is the name of the game. It's anybody's, you know, uh, It we could get some bullish, uh, you know, news. And when I just mean bullish, I mean then, it just get hit a little bit harder with the 25 or 50 uh, and, and hopefully see some confidence return a little bit. Uh but I wouldn't bet on it.
9: What do you what do you think uh the best option is if you were to bet on it? What what would you what would you bet on?
1: I think being paid I don't think we've seen uh for crypto at least, the traditional market's a little different, but for crypto investors, I don't think we've seen the best opportunity present itself just yet. But since I'm not a gypsy, I'm not a fortune teller, I think being conservative and practicing a proper DCA strategy. Uh, where it's it's a lot more proactive, not like a lazy man DCA strategy, but kind of more of a proactive four by four DCA strategy. I have my own ways of doing things. I think that's the best way to go about doing. That
9: it. sounds that sounds pretty general, man.
1: Yep, it's it's the right it's the right answer. You know, it's it it investing. Uh, I'll be very honest with you guys. My humble opinion is investing doesn't need to be super complicated. There's no secret sauce. There's no magic dust that gets sprinkled that makes people winners or losers like the the magic and this and to everything is practicing consistent like risk management consistent easy fucking things over time that that stack up that's all it is so there's no there's no patterns there's no like front-running secret sauce or you know decoded message that needs to be done like it's being patient really and and knowing when to take profits. That's another big part of it too. Knowing when to be risk on and knowing when to be risk off and knowing not how not to overextend. What is uh what is your opinion though, Barry?
9: My my opinion is probably fact based. What I'm about to say is that's all pretty general. What what do you mean in terms of cause that that's not very direct, but what do you mean in terms of uh market paying off for the people, for the investors? What do you think? What do you think,
1: what do you think is going on with that? What do you mean? What? What? When did I say the market was going to pay off for investors? Hello, can you hear me? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Maybe I misinterpreted. What do you mean? I I don't think I've ever said the market was going to pay off for investors.
9: So, what do you mean by that? Well, you mentioned something along those lines, no? No. What do you think is the best outcome for the investors?
1: If you're an investor, to have a long enough time horizon, do your due diligence, do your homework not over risk what you can't afford to lose or sit on. But yeah, I think practicing proper risk management. What about yourself?
9: I think, uh, I think, think you guys, anyone who's in this space, go ahead and follow me. And, um, I think that's, that's not necessarily a direction that anyone <clears throat> can actually take word for word in terms of advice, uh, especially considering if you did your own, research, follow I mean, you? we wouldn't be, uh, we are we are doing our research, you know, everybody's
1: all right. So I'm trying to do constructive uh things for people. Uh if you want to show yourself, go show yourself somewhere else. Uh appreciate it though. Uh anyway, but yeah, like again, to go to his point, uh, it is very general to be honest with you though. It's you know, it it is what it is. Uh nah. I'm not going to, I'm not going to bring you back up here, but I, I feel like you really don't actually have anything constructive to say uh, or actually interesting for me to comment back on. Oh, he's laughing. There you go. You can just be removed. Uh, anyway. um. But yeah, I bet he does bring up, you know, something I think a lot of people need to hear. Like I think patience and not overcomplicating things and taking the simple, approach is the best way to go about doing things right now what's up mayor
3: hey tank hey man uh busy day just trying to keep up with some stuff but um i mean typical typical stock market reaction here um you know it was 0.5 i think everyone knew it was going to be 0.5 and uh i haven't read through all the minutes yet but um you know typical you know it looks like bitcoin ran up a little bit before the announcement, but, um, I don't know, nothing, nothing really different. I mean, they're doing a half a percent now and then, you know, we'll see what happens in what next one will be February, I guess. When is the next meeting? Yeah. Isn't um, it every eight weeks, every it's either every eight or six weeks. Let's see. This is a good question. I think it's every, so yeah, I think it'll, they'll probably do another, maybe, I don't know what the projected projection is probably 0.5 again or 0.25, but
1: well, it just depends on what happens with the markets over those next couple of months. Right. Mm-hmm. So this is just so,
3: yeah. this is a typical reaction. I mean, the other side is just, I I'm just a little disappointed with um, just, just Adam staying below 10 right now. It just seems like there's, there's no, um, there's no movement in a lot, a lot of the alts with um, just, after the FTX just implosion, I mean, just for Ethereum to break above thirteen hundred is okay, but it, no, it doesn't seem like any of the alt's are falling. There's just no upside motivation right now. It seems like you know, no uh, no upside buy pressure. Every, everything is just you know, any bit of news gets kind of sold off. Seems like that's where we're at.
1: Yeah, I mean, that, I was kind of covering that in the li- today's live stream. It's like you know, especially for Adam, I'm like, what's the catalyst? What's the, what's going to be the thing that propels it forward or what's pulling back the rubber band or the catapult, right? To, to moon uh, Adam's price action. And, you know, as we went through the proposals for the monetary policy for the hub and Adam and all this other stuff and kind of put that on the back burner, like what is it, is it going to be Interchain Accounts? I doubt it's going to be a big mover. Is it going to be shared security? Mm probably not are we going to have a ton of consumer chains come in Mm. now like i don't think consumer i don't think shared security uh well i don't think it's like totally invaluable but i don't think that there's going to be like Mm. this big like Mm. mass push adoption consumer chain
3: in in cosmos that's that's the the one thing i'm looking at right now is the consumer consumer chain thesis and um I mean, native USDC, yeah, it'll be a plus, but I mean, we already have Axelar USDC. So I mean, it's a consumer chain that will be, you know, a new chain with native USDC. I think that's that I don't even think that will be a catalyst because we have the, you know, wrapped version of it. I mean, it's, it's good, but Mm -hmm. it's a step forward. Um, But it just seems like I mean, it, it, I I'm, I'm with you, right on the same page. It's kind of like, what is the next catalyst to to help jumpstart things forward? There's a lot of discussion, but you know, I think it's just more of a wait and see. And I, I mean, obviously, I think the price reflects that. You know, I mean, we were at like what sixteen, seventeen dollars per atom right before CosmoVerse, and mm-hmm. you know, here here we are, sub ten. So I mean, yeah.
1: CosmoVerse, is, it, in my it, opinion, it, was kind of a letdown. And when, when it comes to like pushing the needle, pushing the narrative, pushing, mm-hmm. like, you know, the, the ecosystem forward in, in the spotlight. I really think, like, mm-hmm. we, I, I'm, I'm not, like, it, it's weird because I try to just get away from doing this, but I just got to be real about saying this, like, as far as, like, a fun convention, I think CTO puts on really good, fun mm-hmm. conventions. I don't think we've gotten anything for the past two. Like, I'm just being real.
3: Yeah, I, I, I think the human networking is, is is a positive thing. But then again, I, I, I don't know exactly how much the spend was on it. But um, I, I for me, it's just what is what is the next step forward? Because my biggest concern is there's so much competition with the avalanches and the near protocols and, the, you know, even Celestius, even
1: even. Even change using our own SDK. You no, know? no, there's there's competition within our own ecosystem, bro. Yeah. If so, you guys so, don't know, I said this. I said this today on my stream as well. Mm-hmm. Juno and Osmosis is competing and is in a battle right now with the mm-hmm. hub. Yeah, like,
3: straight up. Yeah, and so it. The, it and that is the. I mean, that's been the thesis from the beginning: is that you know where is the value capture for Adam? You know, and I know that I know they've we're working on it, and I know they were trying but I think we're just still kind of where we are and it, it doesn't mean it's, it, it's, it's completely all bad. It just means there has, I feel there hasn't been that much project, but then again, you know, as you know, and we've discussed several times that this is the, the world of decentralized governance and um, that's where we are, but I do see Timmy up here and he did it to be in a, a spaces earlier with uh one one of the founders, but and Jay, so, I missed yeah.
1: it. I'm so mad.
3: Yeah, it, it 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 was interesting. You know, he he just has a different way of of looking at things. And I'd love to hear Timmy's comments. I, from what I hear, it's like I think Jay just is trying to push more of the big picture. Like he he is just I feel so interested in just ha- totally open source, letting anyone. I mean, and that was the original goal: is let anyone build on the SDK. Let any chain build on this and built it out to 500 you know 700 chains so but then again the, the this the same question is where is the value capture for the atom token so i mean big news day but not much news for for cosmos i guess
1: yeah yeah i mean yeah you look at i'll just say these real quickly then i want to get timmy and uh Bands, his thoughts on things Atom is down 1.28 percent on the day and it's climbing higher, 1.4 now. Uh, Secret down 2.17 percent. Juno's down, of course, 3.7. Getting hammered again. Edmos, uh down 2.83. Osmosis is down 2.8. Uh, you know, started off not that bad, but yeah, not. I mean, and that's not that's not to say there's a lot of the crypto market is down right now. Link down 2.89 uh, percent. Matic down 2.9. Um, you know, Ethereum's down 1.3. Um, yeah, I mean,
3: yeah, and and that's nothing for crypto. I mean, yeah, it's really not bad. They go up and down like it. It's just more. I'm more of the big picture. You know, like what is what is going to like you said, what is going to be the catalyst for 2023? There's so much competition out there, and you know, it's. I, I agree. Slow and steady wins the race. Some sometimes, but you know, I just. I feel like we there was some momentum earlier this year, even with all the the bad news and the craziness with Terra and everything. But then I just feel like we're at the end of the year now, and it's like, okay, what's gonna what's what's gonna be the next big step? And there, you know, there there could still be some other big names that are gonna want to build on Tendermint. You know, um, I know DYDX coming, but that's still. You know, that's
1: a ways off. Yeah, that's yeah. a ways off. You know, I will say the Adam Bitcoin chart, we're coming down to the 200 S M A on the on that chart. The Adam um, the Ethereum chart we just breached the other day uh, below that. So, you know, we're trending downwards as well. Um, it's still be- I, I, I it's not an excuse, but it is still better than a lot of other uh, charts like the Cardano, the Bitcoin chart. You know, obviously we're doing better in, in, fair in, in comparison the uh, AVAX to Bitcoin, very similar um, DOT to Bitcoin. Like we're, a, we're, we're doing better and faring better than them. But it, it kind of the, like, I, I, I kind of stopped saying all that stuff because I feel like what's the point? It doesn't really matter. Remember comparing, you know, in my opinion, apples to oranges um, with, for some of them. It's, yeah, I mean, I would hope the internet of blockchain is faring better and is sticking around the 200 SMA a lot better Uh, to Bitcoin and ETH um, when we're talking about that. But I do want to, like, you know, as we're talking about, it does sound shitty and stuff like that. But when you look at the greater crypto landscape and you actually compare things as best as you possibly can, not everything is, you know, identical. You can't really do that. But, you know, we are faring a little bit better than other ecosystems. And who knows? Let's just say, like, we could range here. If I look at the Atom chart, again, I know it's frustrating, but we could just range here and find ourselves over the next couple of months uh for Adam around that, you know, I, I realistically think that 750 to about where we are right now is the range, uh, or at least my first interest range. Uh, you know, I, I have multiple places and you guys aren't gonna like this, but I'm being realistic about it. The next four short term, I have a short term and a long term, the first one being, you know, well, the first one being 861, next one being 750, 460, and then 80 cents, my friends. Um And I will buy a fuck ton at each one of those Uh, because I still do believe long term that, you know, you know, Adam has a good chance. But with everything happening, I, I do think something or someone or somehow we need to actually get our shit together and create a narrative that is controlled and formatted and 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 really reinforced and push that forward to the greater crypto landscape and beyond to actually get this ball rolling for Adam. Can't just keep hosting Cosmoverses and, yeah. and celebrating each yeah. other's accomplishments. That's bullshit. And, and I think if you look at the
3: overall picture, like everything has been thrown at crypto ecosystem, at crypto aside from Bitcoin. Like, you know, the Bitcoin maxis are just pounding the table that, you know, everything else is 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 garbage. And, you know, Bitcoin is is the one. And, you know, it's like, I don't know, you know, I've I've mentioned this before. It's like, I I definitely feel Bitcoin is like the digital store of value and digital gold. But I also feel like the smart contracts are going to be the way of the future. And it's like, just with FTX just blowing up the entire ecosystem, it's like, I don't know what else can get thrown at it, except for like Tether totally depegging and, you know, Bitcoin going... You know, you know, sub 10,000. Aside from that, I think we're just going to linger around this range with, you know, you know, Bitcoin around 18, 20K and Ethereum around 1,200, you know, 1,400, you know, kind of like you're saying. And then what's, what's going to move the market after that?
1: You know? Which again, I do want to say, and then I, I promise I said I want to stop running. You guys got to remember, like it's all about perspective, right? Is it a proof of stake network or anything that you can actually earn yield passively by just, you know, staking it? Uh, you know, that's not to say that these moments aren't very beneficial long term. These could be the shiny moments in your portfolio if you look at it in that light. Like if you think of fair evaluation for Adam, uh, Ethereum and stuff like that, or at these price points or maybe just a variance below, like what does it matter? Because, you know, especially if you're I, I use this example earlier, right? Like hot topic. A lot of people are like, what the fuck are you talking about? But like you look at something like Juno. I'll still say on paper, smart contract permissionless uh, play uh, that has high inflation right now, uh, you know, and, and at this price point, if you've never owned any, you know, oh, be an excellent very, excellent yeah. entry point. Like, yeah, if you can be... accumulate a very big position for yeah. what it is and what might be coming, when you do your own due diligence, do your work, yeah. like this might be the moment that is really great for you. Yeah. And, and also for some other people too, yeah. reinforcing your position if you're practicing proper risk management, and mm-hmm. proper DCAing, at these points, you could actually really increase your position over a long period yeah. of time. So no, it seems the, bad, but it's not that bad.
3: The hard part is pulling the trigger when you're at the, it, when you if you really like Juno at five, it's hard to pull the trigger here. Or you know, if you really were like Juno at eight or ten. But the thing is, let let's Which is just crazy though, right? Let us let's speculate. If you liked
1: Juno at forty, three. yeah, you only like the price point. You didn't like Juno.
3: Let's pretend for a little bit. Let's let's just. Let's just dream here for a little bit, Tank, okay? Let's just say we get fairly neutral regulation, some some type of stablecoin reg- regulation that is favorable and allows, that doesn't even touch DeFi. They, they, they're not even going to mess with DeFi. They're just going to start with the SEC or whoever, you know, Congress. They're going to just send out some general stablecoin regulation that's positive and allows DeFi to survive. Then we get some other good positive news. You know, within the Cosmos ecosystem, we get a couple other big name chains to start building. Blah, blah. We get the best case scenario for 23 and 24. Okay. So we're at the end, we're a year from a year from today. Okay, December 14th, 2023. Juno is at twelve dollars. Would you would you look back and say, man, I should have bought Juno sub sub $2. Okay. Now that's all complete speculation, right? but you're going to be kicking yourself if you did it. if
1: it goes to, if it goes to, if Juno goes to $12, right? You, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. We, we, talked, we talked about very similar things, using an example for, for Juno and at $40. And like, you know, somebody had asked me, like, I think it was, um, I don't know actually who asked me, but somebody asked me like, you know, Juno going back all to time, what do I think in two years or whatnot? And for me personally, you know, this, you know, I have different folks for everybody. Like, let's just say I had a thousand like you know, it's it's really simple math. You say I had a thousand right now, <coughs> excuse me, for Juno, or I had a thousand when Juno went up to forty dollars. Right, right. That's pretty yeah, really easy.
3: You have to understand that the the top third of that was all speculation. Like yeah, right? yeah. But you have like, to understand, again, this, we're, we're speculating the, though, right? Yeah, for the yep. for the
1: argument of speculating. So they yep. say a thousand. I, I had a thousand. It ran up to forty. Uh, you know, I saw $40,000 off that thousand on paper uh, Yeah, <laughs> and, and never sold. It's, it's, it is what it is, right? Mm-hmm. But let's just say as well, because you got to think about like the long term, you got to think of all aspects when it comes to long term investing, especially when it comes to staking stuff and stuff that you, you know, who knows? We're speculating, right? But again, let's just say, and I, this isn't proper math, but I'm just throwing stuff on the wall right now. Um, let's just say my, my compounding, because my first three years of Juno is the strongest, right? It goes from having 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 and then single-digit inflation uh, 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 diminishments, Yes, your staking yeah.
3: rewards are, are going to be the strongest yeah. the first two, two yeah. years. Yes. So
1: let just, let's just say, you know, I had that thousand and I staked it, and I compounded actively every single day, if you're using a you know an automated thing, maybe twice a day, whatever it is, right? Like I'm just compounding like crazy, putting it back in my bag. I'm not taking profits at all. I'm just using my full force compounding power. And somehow some way I make 1,000 into 3,000 over the next two more years, into yeah, that th- year June. Yep. And then let's just, let's just say it never goes back to all-time high, but it goes up to 20,000 dollars. or mm-hmm. I'm sorry, 20 dollars. $20. It just mm-hmm. goes halfway back up. I still get 60,000 dollars rather than 40,000 dollars from selling at that top to Correct. right now. Now, the best case scenario for anybody was to sell the top by the bottom, but that's a hard, tricky thing. Not a lot of people ever do that. So you got to ask yourself, is it better for me to forego gratification short term in the possibility that this actually might compound and be something worth a lot more, which $20,000 is is debatable compared to your position in your life, right? Like you might think $20,000 over two years. I don't want to deal with that. I'd rather just take my 40K and walk on. But again, if I had six, let's just say I had 5,000 Juno you know, and it ran up right to $40,000. That's $200,000 at that time. Let's just say again, just using the same theory that I was able to triple it to $15,000. It goes back up to 20 half the half the rate. That's another hundred thousand dollars for me delaying gratification, and just compounding my, my, my staking power. Yeah. And,
3: and so, so that's, that's why you have to have some type of set. You got to have a plan. game plan. You have to have a game plan or because what happens if you don't have a game plan tank, you know, your emotions get involved. You see number go down, you, you get scared and you sell. That's, that's how people sell the bottom. So you almost completely have to have to, if you can (laughs) trade like a robot and and detach your emotions. And that's not easy to do. So the the best thing to do is like those stories you hear from people that was like, yeah, you know, I, I, I bought like, uh, you know, uh, uh, Two hundred Ethereum, and I forgot about them, and then I I I remember they they were in this wallet, you know. Three years later, uh-huh. you know, and it, you hear those stories, but it's like, you know, it is what it is. But like I said, with all the FUD and with all the bad news, I, what I like to do, like I was just telling you, I like to sometimes in my mind just role play like best case scenario. Okay, guess what? We 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 got a lot of the bad news out, but best case scenario, could Juno go to twelve dollars? Yeah, it could. Yeah,
1: mm-hmm.
3: you know, mm-hmm. so anyways, it's just good to think some of these things out. And I know, I know like, like looking at the numbers every day, if if you're trading, it can, it can really, you, you have can to I guess, with you. <laughs> it can mess with you. You you have to have a game plan because if you don't, you're just going to get, you're just going to get, you're going to make a bad decision. Well,
1: and you also have to have realistic expectations as well. Wargoat, I see that you requested, I checked out your thing. You have like, I'll bring you up here in a little bit. Take a chance again, uh, but yeah, I see like you, you look like a brand new fresh uh account, but and, it, and it, I want to hear from Timmy and bands as well, but um you also have re- yes you have to have realistic expectations as to what you're trying to accomplish and what you're trying to put up to accomplish it as an investor like like i I tend to think and it's not you know for this is just my humble opinion that people that tell me that they're an investor or that they ever use that term while they're speaking about things that they're speaking about. Like to me, an investor is somebody that's thinking, three, especially with technology, three years minimum. If you're, any, if you're anything shorter than that, you're really just price speculating yeah. on the pump. Like yeah. that's it, all you're doing. And
3: there's nothing wrong with being a
1: speculator. No, but not you, at all.
3: You have to know what you're doing. Yeah. Because
1: you know? yeah, if, like, if, you, if, yeah, if you don't know what you're doing, you you're to, swimming
3: with the sharks.
1: Yeah. Like you need to, you need to have a realistic expectation. Of like when I got into Geno, I said this for, for forever. Like I wanted to hold it and compound it for the first three years, and it didn't matter. It did not matter. I seen fucking six digits move up and down in just my Juno portfolio, in just my Juno portfolio over the past year. It's hard. It's super hard. But I told myself in the very beginning that I was going to do nothing but compound the shit out of this for the first three years. It's a gamble. I'm speculating, but that was my commitment. That was my expectations that I was okay with with myself after, because again, different stories and folks, but I've, it's easier for me because I've already taken out my initial investment plus percentage profits and then my, you know, and then some long free and clear, like everything I have is free and clear. I've already fucking done it. So you gotta be, you gotta be, you know, like you said, you gotta rules of engagement. You gotta have a game plan. I saw profits. I took them. I was free and clear to hold on to the rest of this and compound it for the remaining three years. Doesn't matter. And so it's a lot easier for me to do this now. But you got to have a game plan. You, you set it spot on. you got to have a game plan and commit to it and be okay with it. you got, like, yeah, if, if things are weird and shit happens fundamentally, you got to be able to be fluid and move, right? But, like, I still think, yeah, we've had our ups and downs, and I'm frustrated with Juno a lot of times. But permissionless smart contract play, high inflation rate, still early, a lot of things being worked on. I think there's a lot of potential there. I really do still think there's a lot of potential in Juno. And so I'm going to compound and I'm going to have, you know, I'm not going to say it. I'm a, a lot of fucking Juno. And then we'll see after three years. We'll be in the next, again, everything, you got to have a plan and never never oversight anything. I thought of it as it lines up also perfectly with the next Bitcoin having. We'll be in the next three years when that goes to a single digit inflation like schedule. Guess what? We're in, we're in the next having. We should technically be in the next bull run. I'll bet on that. I'll take that risk, you know. Can't say the same for everything else, you know, but like that's specifically talking about Juno. I'll take that risk. Timmy, I'm sorry. We've been talking and talking and talking. Got anything you want to add, buddy? Is he working? He's probably working on Joe Jane.
10: (laughs) I'm always working. No, I'm just sort of (laughs) listening. Um, Honestly, it's just a much better experience being up as a speaker. There's way less delay and volumes louder. So, I just like to go up
1: to speaker. Sometimes. You're just using me. <laughs> no, listen, I, I, I'm I, getting... I, grabbed
11: the, I grabbed the speaker thing because you were asking what was going on in that other meeting with Quan. But, um, I'm oh, be yeah, honest, it was whack. It was whack. I
10: would say nothing about you,
11: dude. Is, I had to listen like, to him. Was, and go ahead. I would Brad,
10: use... Yeah, so I like that pretty much every time I'm on spaces, I'm multitasking working. And like, if it's something interesting, I can kind of listen to it, follow along while I work. But like, it sounds I, like I,
3: he was pushing GitHub and just he was trying to want to get people to maybe spend a little more time in GitHub and look at look at some of the files and stuff. Yeah. What else? What else? Um,
11: I don't know. He didn't answer Tinderman Timmy, Timmy, asked a question. And he was like trailing off and rambling. <laughs> and, and it was just like, I mean, we don't get to hear from him a lot. It'd be nice if it was a little bit more. um I don't know, organized, but maybe that's just me. I'm not trying to be mean, but uh, I didn't enjoy it. Was it a space for Debs? And I didn't feel like was I got it. Was he trying to talk to it. Debs? Ex- that's it? No, no, no. No. But, but he did have, like, he it, you know, that are his, um, his GitHub thing and decentralized DAO that they're trying to do. And I just, I don't know. It was no talk, about
1: no, no talk about Golan? No talk about Golan? No gnome talk?
11: No, a, a little bit. I mean, he was mostly talking about decentralized DAO and kind of trailing off on different DAO issues or things that could come up. I don't know. I didn't, it didn't keep my attention. And so I, I listen to as much, I listened to almost the whole thing. So I don't know. Sorry, guys. I didn't, if anybody else got something
1: out of it, let me know. Damn it. Well, he rugged my live stream then, that asshole. <laughs> I looked over and saw him on. I was like, I bet everybody's going over there to listen. That motherfucker.
8: Yeah, I'm with
10: bands. It was pretty just like substanceless. Really?
1: That's a and, shame.
10: Or maybe maybe not substanceless, but he was talking with enough of a lack of passion that like I know me and many other people in a group chat where people were agreeing just like couldn't really follow him for more than ten words because you just lose interest. It's like okay. Yeah, I think yeah. the first
3: I think the first twenty minutes before you came in, Timmy, was a little bit more kind of um organized. Yeah. And then, um, and then he, he just kind of kept going on. I think, I think he's just trying to build support, you know? And so anyways, I I think, I think it's good. I think he wants to talk more about liquid staking and stuff like that. You know, he, he's got his opinions and stuff and, you know, he's, I I don't know. I I think it's good just to hear him a little bit hear his thoughts. It was, it was a little interesting, but anyways, what do you think?
1: What do you think about the market? Hold on, hold on one second. I'm going to give Wargo. He's been waiting patiently. Okay. Uh, we had that last comedian come up here just a second ago, but I'm going to give him a chance. What's up, Wargo?
5: Hey, guys. Um, yeah, I'm new to Spaces, uh, but uh, I work in R&D for uh, Emotion and Power Generation for Crypto, and I kind of had two questions and want to get more insight from people who kind of spend a lot of time on this. The uh, first one is because of uh, everything that's been happening, uh, in the crypto space with uh, SBF, and now Congress is going to be meeting on stuff today. What do you think the regulation uh, speculatively might be? And the second thing is uh, comparing validation mode uh, stuff with uh, proof of work. Uh, What do you guys see there for the future?
1: I could barely, I'm not going to lie, I could barely hear. I heard about, like, what do we think about regulations and something about proof of work? If any of you guys heard, you guys want to feel that, go ahead. I
5: am sorry. Will this help? That sounds way better, yeah, yes. Uh, I, I got to say, uh, Dewalt can kiss my ass. The headphones are horrible. Um, <laughs> so, the first one was... Uh,
3: Yeah, go ahead and ask the question again. Yeah, just real quick. Ask the question. Regulation
5: versus SBF and and, uh, everything that's been happening. What does that look like in the next uh, 12 to 24? And then uh, the second one was uh, proof of stake versus proof of work, because I work in the crypto immersion and power generation R&D stuff. So uh, I'm not really a trader so much as a a Mm -hmm. generator, I guess you could say.
3: Okay. Well hey, yeah, thanks thanks for the question. I mean, I'll, I'll take the first part. I think um regulation, there's gonna be something coming through within the next I don't know, six to ten months. I, and I think Congress is gonna try to focus on stable coins first and just try to get some type of I I hope they don't just push through a big giant bill that just doesn't address what really needs to be addressed because I think what there there are a few good congressmen and and a few good senators that do understand the space, and I think they are trying to get the voice heard. I think the issue is that um there are lobbyists that are lobbying lobbying the bitcoin side of 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 the argument, which is um you know Bitcoin is a commodity and everything else is a security um and then I don't think there's that many voices or people lobbying for the more defi part or the um the non bitcoin argument as far as you know defi is a thing and it needs to be regulated differently than just securities but i i i my hope is that they that they do it in parts and they do it slowly and that they could w- would just start with stable coins and just maybe give the the green light to a couple stable coins. I know a lot of people don't like that, but it's, I think it's going to happen. And I think that's what they're going to start with.
5: You're not worried about a knee jerk from Congress about, you know, the people that lost everything in their college fund or whatever on FTX. And, uh, you know, Congress comes out with this
3: heavy. Hand. I mean, it's a concern. I, I hope they don't use this as an excuse to, to, to push some big legis- legislation through. I think the fact that uh, Sam was a don- donor to a majority of Democrats, I hope they would be a little bit slower to, to push through the, I think there's a currently two bills that I think the bill that Sam was working on with the Democrats, I, I would hope that that's dead in the water. Um, I don't know that much on that one specific bill, but I know it was more of a defy killer. Um, I, I, would hope that I mean it anyone that had all their money on an offshore exchange and didn't have it even even I know FTX US is affected, but um I, I think there's there is criminal fraud and there's fraud in traditional finance and I I hope they wouldn't use this as as an excuse. I mean they could, don't get me wrong, they could use it to push something through. I hope they don't.
10: Honestly, the one like kind of silver, not silver lining even, but thing of hope in that regard that I've seen is I have seen a lot of politicians and other experts and stuff call out what happened here as not very crypto related and just good old fashioned fraud. So at least like that narrative is being understood by some that this is not like a failing of crypto. In fact, this is someone who did everything in their power to avoid the benefits that crypto brings to profit off his users from a centralized like entity. It's, it's, it's kind of a weird one.
1: I kind of want to add on to that while it's kind of hard to believe, um, I think this is actually long term a good thing because it also shows the incompetency from, you know, the SEC and I don't want to say I don't want to get political right now, but like you know Sam was buddy buddy, chum chum with Democrats and regulators and people of positions of power that set the tone for all of us little guys, and like it just kind of exposes and shows like how out of touch and how incompetent they are at doing anything that they should be doing for our protection, as they say, and so like there's you know a lot of like uh Gary is under a lot of fire as well, uh, you know like how could you not? And it's kind of like hindsight for all of a question for us as well. Like when you look at Sam's company or FTX and and, and the way that they're running it, like that should have been, uh, not to say I never got on FTX, so I wasn't exposed to it. I mean, indirectly, I got exposed anyway, but like, I saw a bunch of things like thinking about it now. I never really paid attention to it, but I knew it, but that there were red flags. Like, how do you not have a board? How do you not have a compliance officer? How do you not have all this other stuff? But to go to my point, like you're the SEC and you were talking to these guys and investigating them and should have known all of this stuff up front. Yet you failed to bring up any of those concerns throughout all of that time, throughout all of these regulations, throughout everything you were doing. There was a yet, lot of shady,
3: there's a lot of shady stuff that was going on. Let's yeah. So it it's way. kind
1: of like a positive for us, uh, in, in that regards where it's like, now we actually, and people are waking up, like, like Tim, Timmy said, like, there's a lot of other people that are recognizing what it is and that is just good old fashioned foul play and, and and collusion and corrupting that that's it.
5: I think that the bureaucratic side of the SEC has always been touted as a protection but protection can never be handcuffs. That's what I'll say regarding that.
1: Agreed. Um as far as the, the second part, I was trying to think of the second part of the question, as far as proof of stake and proof of work, what was the question? From my
5: point of view, as a miner, proof of stake sucks. <laughs> uh, Ethereum was actually, you know, they they said they were gonna do, do it and they never did it and they never did it and they never did it and everybody, they kept crying wolf and everybody was like, well, we're just gonna keep on buying machines and mining and then they did it. And uh, there's a lot of woe that has come out of the mining side from that. So the validation side for proof of stake is kind of where you have to go at that point, but there's already a bunch of, uh, I won't say roadblocks, but it's gonna be harder for the server sets because they're more expensive and they're more
3: competitive. It's very competitive.
5: What
10: about about a hybrid model? We We currently have proof of work working on the Cosmos chain in conjunction with proof of stake.
5: That sounds like a beautiful amalgamation. Uh, It depends on, uh, for me, it depends on thermal transfer. But uh, yeah, we've looked at various different machines. In fact, our tank has uh, seven different types of miners in it uh, for the R&D. So we're constantly looking at the price per exchange per electron at the end of the day. And PPAs are one way to get there but most of it is it just comes down to thermal power generation and uh and then what you're going to be able to do with your grid if anything
1: i'm really glad that you weren't like our last uh speaker and that 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 i clicked on you man like i was like after the comedian i was like i don't know if i want to actually click on him but i'm glad you brought it up that um yeah I, timmy uh, i'm really really hopeful i i've been wanting to see kind of a hybrid model work out especially in the cosmos ecosystem uh being a miner myself i used to mine ethereum uh you know as, as a home operation uh and i i was for a home operation in it like i was in it and it had over 30 you know rigs going and you know i i, I see the benefits i've you know not just because it was a passive way of just turn it on and go but like i i i've always liked the proof of work um I see a lot of different things as far as proof of stake and I can see why a lot of people might not actually fully like buy into the proof of stake narrative. Cause there's a lot of faults to it comes in. But, uh, I think, yeah, I think if it could make sense both on the hard work, hard, God, I can't speak today guys. I cannot speak at all. On the hardware side of things as well as your grid and, and whatnot, like I think that would be the best, most beneficial way to go about doing it. It's kind of like a hybrid style. I need to be living next to a volcano or an ocean damn it. Yeah,
3: I I think when it comes to I think Bitcoin is the most is is digital gold. It is I I think Bitcoin just if Bitcoin can just start chiseling away at gold's position as a store of value. Like gold is what a 10 trillion dollar, you know, um commodity and bitcoin is under 1 trillion so if bitcoin could just get half of that and and i truly believe that you know bitcoin mining is is um it's complete it's the best way to be decentralized and you know i am and i think a lot of us here in the cosmos are definitely pro bitcoin and i i try, i trend, tend to think that you know bitcoin will always have its place and it is not in competition with with Defi, and I know a lot of the Bitcoin maxis will argue differently, um, but uh, I, I am totally for the proof of work and and, and i'm I, I know the miners it's it can be expensive and it does all come down to what you're paying for energy it seems like so
5: just uh, just a statement here when it goes to proof of stake, the reason you did Bitcoin this grassroots theorem was hey we won't have to deal with any of these banking issues that we have. Get rid of the banks. We'll take care of it with crypto. But isn't proof of stake kind of a fractal lending system now with their APYs? So you see what I'm saying?
3: Yeah, it's it's different from that, that, that the separating from the traditional finance system. And it's like, I, I don't think we'll ever, we're I mean, we're not close to, completely doing that transition of getting away from the current traditional banking system i mean 30 years from now or 40 years from now it could be different but um i think it's i think the best case scenario is a slow transition to bitcoin um and so what you're saying is proof of stake you have that fractional you're saying more fractional reserve or fresh um uh, the more of the banking.
5: the more of the mindset of the fractal lending proposals mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. it seems and you have, have and you have all the
3: governance and you have all the all the nonsense that you do have with traditional finance right you know? mm-hmm. and if you let the bankers in this is this is the
5: result you know how do we make more money well let's lobby to do this thing and that's how you get where you're at um yeah, we, yeah
3: we're that, having that discussion in the cosmos right now
5: <laughs> yeah you hate to see that but that the guy's you know the ethereum guys that's that's what they were thinking hey this is our model we can make way more money than doing this perfect work thing and there they went and uh i get it if i'm sitting in that chair but if i'm the borrower that sucks it's right back to the suck
1: yeah it's I, i've been having this thing it's like can you hear me i've been
8: this thing and, and, and you know the guys here is all- Uh, you're breaking up a little bit, Tank. Um, Hold on, one second.
3: Yeah, I think whenever you have humans involved and you have finances involved and you have to have decisions made, it's you're gonna kind of go back to some of the same issues that you have in traditional finance. Ho- hopefully with blockchain you have less corruption, um, but I I definitely agree 100% with the ethos of you know bitcoin can be a decentralized not only can it be a decentral, decentralized uh, way of transacting it can also be a store of value but i think right now bitcoin is still trying to find its its niche its thing because it is still a very small asset class under one trillion dollars
5: yeah and as they get adoption that you know that changes and then Mainstream adoption has always been kind of key to the advancement. Uh, you get people in and people out when the hype goes up, uh, like when it went to 60,000, everybody was in, right? Well, now it's kind of dying down a little bit and it goes through its lull, but you can use TA and figure out how the market's going to head. So, uh, I, my concerns are you know, more over how they're going to regulate what we're doing. you know. Uh, I've seen a big shift in the power producers the the dinosaur grids. Uh, those guys have really come out and tried to gouge uh, what we're doing. I mean AEP S they're a prime example. They will not entertain uh, any of their class PPAs. so if you're a if you're uh a, a, yes. a forge. Or if you're running the city lights, there's a constant power. They give you a way reduced rate.
3: A discount, if yeah.
5: Request, yeah, yeah. If you try yes. to request that for crypto, they're just gonna kind of laugh at you.
3: Yeah. So uh, obviously, I guess you're in North America, and some some states are more more friendly to miners than others. I mean, what is it like Texas and Kentucky? And there's a couple of states out west that are kind of more friendly. So I guess yeah. you gotta you gotta pick your state that you're gonna you're gonna um,
5: yeah, we're trying to shift that uh, with what we're doing, but that's a whole other discussion about how to produce the power. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we're making power plants on site, so hmm. that's that's a better way, obviously, and then there's a better way with the circuitry and then the immersion. These all reduce your parasitic load on the miners, and then getting rid of companies like Bitmain, which throw the most heavy-use uh, electrical chips that... Yes, yeah, they're yeah. producing high algorithm, but their cost and electricity is ridiculous. So,
3: do, doesn't the efficiency of Bitcoin mining? Doesn't it eventually help the grid become more efficient with the? You're
5: talking about the uh, the, the, the load. verbal play that the senators are using mm-hmm. for. Hey, we can use Bitcoin as a battery. Like I think Mm -hmm. Ted Cruz has been presenting that.
3: Yeah. And there's a a
5: look at uh, what he's, what he's been offered.
3: (laughs) Yeah. I haven't heard, I I haven't been able to keep up and follow up with that, with a lot of those arguments, but it's, it's, it'll be interesting to see how all that plays out. Yeah. It's
5: not a battery. It's a store of load on the system. So if if you're using, you know, 10 megawatts at a site and there's a snowstorm and half the solar panels go out because they get snowed on. Well, they can shut all of those miners down, and then you've got your 10 megawatts back. Here's the problem with that. In their contracting PPA, they can charge up to $9 a kilowatt in a reverse to give that power back because their miners aren't running, so they need something out of that. So when they do these reverse contracts, it's ugly for the consumer. You know, I'd rather have my power off than get... You know, because then the power company is going to go back to the state because they pushed this. So it's all going to come out of the taxpayers pocket at the end of the day as a battery storage subsidy or whatever bullshit they play. Um, But yeah, when I read that report, I was like, oh, no, I'm out. I don't I don't want anything to do with that side of it. But there's a there's an old smelting plant in Texas uh, near. It's not too far from Houston. And. Uh they have the that's where Riot blockchain is operating out of and a couple others. And they have two gigawatts of access there because the grid serves an old smelting plant. So they've loaded I don't know how many miners are there, but
4: there's a lot.
1: That is interesting. That's it. I remember actually buying uh Riot was on if I'm correct was on the traditional markets to buy, right? Their, their shares.
5: I think they're still there. I don't are they know. Still they there? Yeah, I, remember, yeah, I, remember I don't I...
1: know. I haven't checked. Right. Yeah.
5: So they they were, they
3: were one of the traded, traded on the NYSE. I thought, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm.
5: Yeah. They, and they're the guys that are talking about, uh, you know, crypto is going to be the 12th sector of the stock market. And they're the ones pushing that narrative.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, but I mean, it's mainly all just Bitcoin, right? I mean, the I mean, I understand the proof of stake versus the proof of work and all that. But I I mean, like I said, a lot of us here are definitely pro Bitcoin. But I think you just kind of have to separate the two two camps, um, and I, I don't think they're in competition with each other w- w- with the way a lot of the the Bitcoin Maxis do.
5: No, I, I think that Bitcoin is the anchor and it drags yep. that market yep. entirely. Uh, yep. I do um, I do
1: have a question for you though, Wargo. So do you personally hold Bitcoin? Do you? You don't have to answer that. Uh,
5: <laughs> I can neither confirm nor deny the existence of a, mob, a wallet or, or three. Um, not,
1: am I losing everybody? Connection bad, Tim. No, minutes, Chad. No, I can hear you. I'm running around. Trying yeah, to you're answer. good. Okay, this might. I was gonna say my connection might be bad.
10: I'll accept that co-host too.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say I'm running around trying to do a couple of things, so I, my connection might be bad. Um, but yeah, I think that's a very interesting. Like, ma'am, I, I really has anything happened with that, Timmy, with the the hybrid model for Proof of Stake and, and Proof of Work?
10: Uh, I mean, not on like a real chain, but it is like deployed and working on Joe Chain right now.
1: Is I'm that sure. what uh Putmos posted earlier? What was that?
10: Yeah. Yep. We we posted about it a couple times over the past week. It's been a thing. I have no idea why there isn't a public front end yet for people to use. I keep asking that and not getting an answer. Um Putmos just sent me like a Vercel link, which is kinda like a temporary private deployment type thing. It's not the type of link you'd circulate around, so not sure why that's not something you guys can participate in right now, but it is working like I've done it and it's super cool. You don't even have to download anything it uses. I think my time, I think it uses WebAssembly, if I'm remembering what he said, to let you mine in browser. You just click and start mining,
1: bro. I'm going to be all up. I need to I need to test that. I need to see it I'd be right? all about it.
10: And so Popmos would explain it much, better. well. No, he wouldn't, because he'd explain it in pop speak. But
1: I was gonna say, if you, uh, <laughs> well, I'll, if you I'll probably if, butcher it. You know, but really basically, it's it's
10: something like so you. I know I'm gonna get something horribly wrong or backward here, but there's some relationship between the mining and a validator. So it's almost like when you start mining, you pick a validator, and whenever you um, verify a hash or a block. I, I don't know. Um, you kind of like pass that proof along to your chosen validator so that they can include it in the next block. I'm probably getting this super wrong. I need to understand it more. Um, I think even to him, it's probably not crystal clear because it's such a like super pre-alpha beta type testing thing. But it's it yeah. super cool.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me tell you as well. Um, not to bring up everything else, um, I just got to ask you guys' opinion on pop 89 when it comes to um Cosmos. Did you see um Cito's uh response? And have you guys been noticing the validators that are voting
8: yes for it?
10: No, so what's happening?
1: So apparently. Everybody declining my clothes. You guys all hate me. And it's, Timmy loves me. Timmy loves me. Anyway, uh, <laughs> I got you. I, yeah. I love you, man. Um, No, so he came out. I saw earlier, right? He's been sick or whatnot, you know, traveling to buy whatever. But uh, earlier this morning, he posted something where it was like um, he agreed and thought it was a good idea to fund it. And I was like, really? I mean, not that I was shocked, but I was like, really? Uh, I just, I, you know, again, I'm nothing wrong with asking. I just got to say, like, I, I have nothing wrong with them asking. Good on them for asking. Actually, kind of, I, I did abstain. If I'm going to be totally transparent, I usually don't say it. But, like, I did abstain because of, I know we were joking with Joe, Conflict Adventures or whatnot. But, like, it's going to be, I think this is a, a, the reason why I'm bringing it up is I think not just because I produce content, but I think this is a pivotal moment in our ecosystem and setting a standard that might not be that great for us if we don't address it right now like i think the thing i have the biggest problem with is the way that they go about i i have a problem with the details in the in the proposal not the fact that they propose it just the details within the proposal and that's usually the case with any proposals the details that i have a problem with um I just don't see like how we can blanket cover and say yes on what we saw with that proposal right now. How is that? If that passes, that basically sets the tone for anybody after, whether you're a Twitter space person, you have a protocol like Spark IBC or anything like that. Like, Yeah, it's a precedent you, setter. Yeah, if you say no to anybody after the fact, that's going to be a really bad Yeah, it's like you're saying
10: you're worse than Cosmic Validator.
1: Yeah, or not to Which say that they're bad, how... but like
10: Yeah, it's just not productive.
1: Yeah, it's not to say that they're bad, there's just no <laughs> hard details on what is, you know, acceptable and what not. They we're saying two videos a month, two a month. Yeah. Tank, I think you know where I stand on this
3: <laughs> and um I think you understand that it, it it's it's more it's it's more than just what it's asking for it's the principle and it's like we just can't keep putting our hand into the pot just to to do all these pet projects and um so i posted up in the nest the current vote um the current vote is at 20 21 turnout and we have uh it's it's we're turning the tide just a little bit we've we've got the um we've got the no vote up to 24 percent. so um
1: well what's the parameters for abstain is there like a thing for I don't even know? Is there like a certain because when you look at it, I thought it was like forty or getting close to fifty. You got to
3: get you got to get thirty three percent quorum. Yeah, you talking about quorum, quorum. thing? Yeah. yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Abstain there, counts a quorum just quorum?
3: like a, a vote, just like anything else, right? It doesn't matter. I think
10: yes, that's the difference between not voting and voting abstain is you still count towards quorum and your validator doesn't get to use your vote.
1: Ah, see, so yeah. yeah. Okay, the little nuances. Okay, okay.
10: Yeah, there are a lot of nuances to governance, but while I have you guys actually, let me I'd love to pick your brain on something. So this like fun this cosmic validator funding proposal kind of comes at like such an awful time because I'm preparing to launch a proposal on like most major cosmos chains asking for some community pool funds to go towards the Interchain Info campaign. Um, Half of those funds go sort of as to the campaign in general, because hopefully these various chain communities see the value in what we're doing for everyone. The other half, though, goes into a program specifically to incentivize content about their chain on uh, Interchain Info. So it might be something like, you know, if you just do the simple kind of copy paste, um, of an existing YouTube video or medium article or something, um, into Interchain is just like an aggregator. Um, and let's say secret network gave us this, uh, these funds, like they passed the governance proposal and whatever article or video you're kind of submitting secret oriented, you can maybe get like five bucks. And then for, creating content it would be like higher like if you're someone who would want to make unique content that doesn't already exist just for interchain you'd probably get in touch with us first we'd sort of like vet you make sure you have like decent english language writing skills blah 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 or other languages down the road we'd love to you know expand to more languages but um and yeah and so just kind of create a like feedback loop there and I've just been struggling with exactly how to word the proposal, and like how many specifics should be put and whatnot. Not even really thinking about like bigger picture stuff. And so today, my partner at Spark comes to me and is like, "Timmy, I'm not sure about putting any proposals out right now. Seems like it's probably the worst time in the world, and like everything's just going to create drama and get shut down." Uh,
3: and yeah. so now, I'm like, I don't know. I think definitely wait till the beginning of mid January or like, is that, I don't know what your time frame was, but I, I definitely feel what you are asking for is totally different than two videos a month. You know, it's, it's completely different, you know? And so, I mean, I, I know their, their kind of goal is educational and onboarding, but it's, it's totally different. If you ask me,
1: hey guys, I'm am I'm gonna mute myself for just a second. If you guys don't mind carrying on the conversation, I'm in a FedEx real quick. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, you gotta, everyone, you gotta love Tank. This guy is just grinding it. I'm in he a is FedEx. a
3: grinder.
10: <laughs> He's in a FedEx. I love it. He, no, he, that's what
8: I. Uh... Is
3: that,
10: I mean, I'm, I think that mayor I have been going about like not even seeing a connection being like you know I'm gonna put these on chain we're gonna have relatively low ask given what we're doing since we're asking from multiple chains um a lot of people in the community are already aware of what we're doing a lot of like the big players in these chains have already voiced support to us we'll see if they you know support when the time actually comes but like And so that's, that has been my mindset. Like it doesn't really even have that much to do with like this proposal drama, but I think part of Ed's point, my partner was like, maybe not that it's uh, a specifically similar ask to that one, but that people at this moment just might not want to be giving community funds away for anything. And, or, or if they do going to be, overly critical and skeptical and XYZ. I don't know. But I almost feel like maybe that's a bit pessimistic. I'm not sure. Well um,
5: maybe you should make a crypto called Federal Reserve. That way you could just call up and get money whenever
3: you want.
11: <laughs>
3: well see I liked uh, it. Uh war goat, that that's that's kind of like the debate we're having right now within the Cosmos ecosystem because it's like we do have these community pools, which um, we can like, if if a proposal gets passed, we can create more atom out of thin air or use the inflation that's currently set at like fourteen percent. But there are other chains that are doing this, and and it's the one thing I don't like that it's kind of like we have recreated this more of a fiat system of you know yep. infla- inflationary. C- Currency um but that's the that's why I keep saying it's not a hard asset like Bitcoin, and I think everyone has to fully understand what these cryptocurrencies are you know they're not deflationary tokens unless I mean you know it could be discussed to try to go to lower the inflation of the um of the tokens, but I hear what you're saying it's it is you know yeah there it's it is a replica of you know a money printer um but then you have uh devaluation as the what you have in any other currency but i hear what you're saying timmy as far as timing is not the greatest right now it is in the middle of like just horrific end of a year with bad news within the crypto industry and um but then again, during this type of market is when you want to try to build out and strengthen your business development and your onboarding of new users. The question is, is the timing? I hear what you're saying.
8: Yeah. So,
1: you guys. So I'm, I'm listening the whole a... time, and I want to say something. The minute I leave FedEx, I want to chime in on. I think it's actually a perfect time for you, Timmy. <laughs> Okay, interested. Like, yeah, Interesting. yeah, I have the opposite opinion.
10: Because I guess from my perspective, and not even speaking for my whole team, um, but me, you know, I think every single one of our validators run at a loss. Um, we compound 100% of what they earn at the moment. We've put in like $50,000 worth of dev work into Interchain Info in the past year or so. Um, however much work we put into Spark prior, And, like, that's awesome we've been able to do that. And I've been lucky that I've had various opportunities that let me do that. Um, Like, I don't know how much more waiting is in the cards, right, to, like, remain reasonable in our expenditure to sort of pay off. Um, There's only so much sort of long-term visioning we can plan for before it's like, okay, we might not have the runway to get to that long-term vision, So that's sort of the rock and a hard place on that right now. Like, this isn't the greatest time. Or maybe it is. Like, Tank, I'm very interested to hear what you say. Um,
8: But yeah, I don't know. Just as a little context there. Homestead came up, though. Always happy to hear from him. Hey,
2: Timmy. Hey, everybody. How are y'all? Doing well, man. I agree with Tank. Um, I think there's no... there's no major reason to wait other than maybe if you don't want to have to deal with any blowback and flack, you know, but the flip side is, is you can make some great counterpoints or like highlight yourself and how you're different um, from other people that might be seizing this opportunity to ask for community funds. Um, Like you, you really have like, you know, a, a resume, a CV of what you've done for the ecosystem to put out there um and it it certainly would speak a little bit louder on commonwealth or in a prop than maybe what cosmic validator had to offer um so i think it's a great point to draw a contrast with like this is how much i've done um and things like that um i also think the value add to the ecosystem of something like interchain info um is, I mean, it really depends on the content of the videos or content being created, but the value add that that can bring um, with helping new people and helping people navigate around um, might be immeasurable, especially uh, if Cosmos, you know, turns it on in a bull cycle or something like that. So um, I think it's a great time to push that forward and push that into uh, people's eyes more um, and all of this talk is centered around marketing the cosmos ecosystem like get that interchain info out there right so content creators can push it and things like that as well um because that is marketing the cosmos ecosystem is having a, a, a wiki hub for people you know so um that's my thought i really appreciate that a lot it's
10: definitely helpful to hear that every now and then when you're sort of second guessing where you're at and roadmaps and process and stuff so cuz that that's how i feel i really feel like in a totally different way, something like this is gonna move the needle in the big picture far more than like, like honestly, maybe I'm dreaming big, but even bigger than like something like DYDX coming to Cosmos. Because DYDX is just bringing people already in the crypto ecosystem that are, that are crypto natives and and like no new money there. Just sort of the, the recycling of people trading against each other. Like we really need to fundamentally shift Web3 in general, but especially Cosmos to being more like normy and onboarding and new user friendly. And so in my head, yeah, I I, I'm on the same page with you. I think something like Interchain Info long term, if done right and successful enough, is one of like the biggest single factors in if an ecosystem like this would thrive or die. We're going to be talking a lot more about That tonight specifically, if people are around at 7 p.m. EST, we're going to spend an hour chatting about Interchain, mostly this sort of stuff, a couple other questions, cool stuff to go through. Um, Then at 8, we'll be chatting with Angel Protocol about some Juno stuff they're working on. They have like a cool staking contract and idea. that we came up with on a space actually together a while back, something you might have been in, and then maybe, not sure yet, at nine, um, Joella from CoinHall might join us. Me and her, at some point this week, we're going to just have a one-on-one chat about how CoinHall and interchain info can sort of play off each other and synergize and and help each other out and it might line up i really don't know yet where we might just do that in a public forum where people can chime in and throw their ideas and just kind of we can all brainstorm together so that's going on later tonight and definitely would like anyone who is like curious about interchain info or or passionate about or anything like that to, to come by and join the discussion or just listen whatever but uh we haven't actually done like a space dedicated to it since the campaign launched. So yeah. Hope to see some people there. How's the FedEx going tank?
1: <laughs> all right, all right. I'm I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I heard I was trying to listen to a lot of that guys. So I kind of agree with Homestead. I think I think like right now, uh even before uh you know that whole thing gets taken care of with cosmic validator, I think it would be actually a beneficial thing to show the ecosystem what a real tr- uh, proposal that is working towards bringing new users and value to the atom Adam- or cosmos ecosystem looks like <laughs> like i know it's it's kind of risky or whatnot but like i think hell if it's if that is being received like why not do it while the momentum's there like while people are getting shit approved might as well fucking do it there's like no reason why that should not get approved it literally has a real roadmap on how you know and a real argument and and. And, and way to go about bringing new users and, and information in my mind, like you said, with DYDX, I think is more vi- information platform uh, where people can be educated and, and become familiar with things uh, is far more valuable than, you know, a platform that people can interact on. Like that only goes so far. Like what if I don't want to interact on that fucking pla- And Like you said, that's already people that's in crypto. You're, we're trying to bring more people. And so informing people, with interchain info i think is far more valuable and should be proposed right now another thought i'd like to
8: add
2: is like um the idea of like having this stuff ready to go for the next run and things like that like having the people already active here all on the same page on it too and pointing people towards interchain info and pointing people towards whatever else um Like, one of the things I've seen said about Prop 89 is, like, well, it's not a huge dollar value and things like that. And you got to do something with the community funds. Why not let the community be the marketing and things like that? Um, Like, to that end and to the point I was just making about, like, let's get everyone kind of together on, like, hey, this is where you go for info, interchain info. Like, people should put their props in. Joe, Tank, you guys should all be putting your props in. Liam, like, and let's all just, like, say like yeah these are the people like and then that way when people come on twitter or people are on reddit or whatever and they say where do i go to find info we say this person this person this person and everybody knows like these are the legit people in the ecosystem you know you know, you know it's really so funny, homestead. Exactly, said that
10: both both two things you just said together is exactly why <laughs> one of our categories on interchain info is educators and content creators because like my big big dream for interchain is that it's whenever a new person is in whenever someone's asking questions whenever you're showing cosmos to a friend or family this is where you point them and that way you know, later down the road, when they get into the ecosystem, they might, and they want to contribute to education and whatever, they know where to do it. It's all in one place. Everybody's updating the same thing. And for that example of like, I'm new on Cosmos Twitter, like who are the best people to follow? You could literally just link them to that category on interchain info. Um, and we're even going to be having like, think of like, you know, how Google ads works where at the top of search results, there'll be, It doesn't matter what you search. They're going to get pushed to the top, like, three or four slots. We're going to have something like that for categories and search results, but they're not strictly ads. They'll be ones that you will be able to apply and pay for it, more so for, like, chains and projects. But for, like, the community section here, the educator, content creator section, um, you know, we might just manually highlight or even maybe set up some cool like DAO type thing where users can vote. But like these three content creators have put out a bunch of great stuff the last month. We want to make them the featured ones that'll be at the top of the list with a little star. Then new guy sort of pops up and starts making like awesome articles. He's dropping an article a week. We want to recognize that. Let's make him a sponsored one for a while. Um, so like we're, we're going to try and both give people like canonical big lists of like here's everyone like you can find everything in one place but also not overload them with like okay there's 50 different content creators here which ones are good like anyone can come and make a page here so we're trying to find that balance in everything we do
1: you know i just wanted to add uh you you hit it on the on the head homestead let the community be the market like there's no better way to market a product or thing then getting the overall community behind it. That's how things go trending and viral, right? Like Air, like Air Force Ones and Jordans and fucking Triscuits and stuff like that. Like the reason why that shit is good is because when on holidays, people go, hey, look at those fucking shoes. Those are dope. And they go, yeah, I know. I fucking love it. Or like the Triscuits are like, I love fucking eating Triscuits. Like, fuck, when you should go get some. There's like the, the amount, yeah, there's there's good company marketing. And then there's really good organic community marketing that goes a lot further, right? Uh, so I think you nailed it right there, man. Like, uh, And honestly, like, yeah, hell yeah. You know, to be honest with you, with the spirit of Juno, I, it, look, regardless, like I was gonna say earlier, if this passes for 89, I'm putting in a proposal and taking midgets off of the spirit of Juno and copying and pasting it and putting it right there. I don't want to be funded, but I know a lot of other people with tooling and things that they're doing that should and it would mean the world to the community and them if they could get funding. And so if they do get funding with 89, 91, because I know Don's doing 90 is right up the bat. I fucking promise you it is. Anyway, I'm getting all passionate shit.
10: Yeah. I don't know. Like it's a whole, like (laughs) Don, are you in the, the, one of the Joe group chats um, tank? Yeah. I'm in the, yeah.
1: I think
10: so Yeah, like I d I can't even tell if he's serious or not half the time and it's concerning. I, I think he is serious. <sighs> yeah. We got Milo he, here. What's up,
1: man? Yeah. Alright, I'm sorry, Milo. I
2: saw an E when I glanced. How dare you tank. Hey, Milo, while, right? while we're waiting for Milo to talk, I uh I agree with you guys
5: on eighty nine fully and I was actually thinking, what about, like, a creator sub-DAO? You know, we have the Juno communications DAO. How about a creator
1: sub-DAO? I'm, dude, that's what I was trying to do with the spirit of Juno. So, shit, shit. okay, so wait. I,
10: <laughs> what? The, so I I agree in principle, but I'm going to try to, in, like, everything I talk about from here going forward, like, embody what I'm doing with Spark and Interchain Info. And so in this case, that would be saying, why are we limiting this stuff to Juno? Like, don't we claim that Cosmos is the awesome place where there's there's tons of beneficial things across Cosmos, Juno being one of them? Um, I feel like we should like think, think
1: bigger in a way. Yeah,
10: Juno um, just needs
1: to be a contributor and support it, along with all the other chains. They need to be a contributor and support it.
2: Yeah, yep. Yeah. No, it thank you for that pushback. Kind of I'm not a Juno Maxi. I I agree with you wholeheartedly. It's got to be bigger. So I'll I'll pin something to the top of the
10: space. This is not a like real. I mean, it is a real idea, but it's one I just had in one of these spaces recently. um chatting with Finn and a bunch of other people. I think some of you you guys who are in here now were there, but so that sort of thing. Like maybe it's a lofty goal, but I'm I'm I want to make Spark into the first true like steward of the inner chain and what i mean by that is like the first organization or entity that is truly focused on advancing the entire inner chain as one thing not individual pieces of it moving the needle together and so like Interchain info is the first thing spark is doing in that regard um, and so like when we were talking about this media DAO thing of course my mind went to like how could spark fit into this and my idea was sort of A cross-chain fund managed by Spark for incentivizing content creation that can compensate and help to market that content for the foreseeable future. Spark IBC would run a campaign and source donations from the community. um, Both for the normal campaign and act as a sort of Patreon where users could, we'd probably integrate with like Croncats. Um, so users could like donate monthly, maybe directly from their staking rewards, lots of cool stuff we could do to like, keep this pool replenished. Um, we would also ask funds from various community pools. So the same way that what's about to happen, it looks like is cosmic validator and then Don and then tank and all these people individually are going to go do governance proposals where the average staker is going to be like, holy shit, I'm not keeping up with this This governance. Let's just do one sizable ask that goes to someone who sort of manages that funds the money got from the community pools in particular so not the rest raised from the campaign would be staked and the staking rewards is what would give this pool a constant little like trickle of rep- replenishment um, we would then like work with the community and probably the content creators in particular to release a sort of fair framework of like okay what kind of content might be worth what kind of payout what sort of Uh, there'd be like tons of nuances and details in there. Um, One big benefit with this model is that. that
1: You know that meme where it's like, this guy gets it and he's like pointing at his friend, like this guy did. I wish (laughs) I could do that right now at you. Like this guy gets it.
10: I, yeah, I, I think there's this, this, I think there's something to this. I don't think the exact like way I have it in this thread or just explained it would be like the way to do it. But I think there's the seed of something here that's, like bigger, more dynamic, and less taxing on individual governance participants.
1: Yeah, it needs it needs to be like bro you just literally oh. explained the spirit of Juno. Like not spending yeah. it, using it more ideally and proactively and productively. Like that's what yeah. you need to do. Yep.
9: You guys should just do most
3: And by
9: the way, graduate. when I say
1: I'm submitting a proposal, it would just be like a fixed proposal of the Spirit of General better explained. And so that, like, it could do that. Like, fucking, right. I don't want it for me. I want it for everybody. It needs to be a chain agnostic and not, and also not just a chain agnostic thing. It needs to be an all encompassing supportive thing for not just one entity or, like, say, Cosmic Validator or IBC or Spark IBC. It needs to be beneficial for everybody to vote on it so that people yeah. don't get exhausted. I agree with you 100%, bro.
10: Yeah. And so, like, I I think that also I could only think of one while writing this tweet, but I think there'd be a lot of hidden benefits that could come with something like this. The one I thought of was there could be like some level of coordination among content creators. For example, like everyone usually wants to make a video on the same topic, you know, the latest trending airdrop, whatever, leaving some important ones in the dust. We could offer like bonuses for certain things that haven't been covered or have the community weigh in on like, yo, why hasn't there been any XYZ chain content lately, like that sort of thing, you know? So it, it would allow not only for our sort of payment and compensation issue to be dealt with, but in the same spirit of making everything more unified and efficient, it would also sort of bring our educators and content creators together into a sort of program with group chats, et cetera, that lets them release content that's more efficient and helpful because they may not overlap each other all the times or maybe be able to help each other out. Maybe there's more opportunities for collaboration among people in this category because of the connection that this uh, interchain media DAO would make. Yep. I I did post that before I saw Sisla's thing, though. Have you seen that, Tank?
1: Yeah, I've been following along. I'm in the Telegram. I've been, you know, in in other messages as well with him. Ah man, I don't want to fight him. Like, you know, I feel like I've done him a disservice or whatnot, but I will, I'm kind of bothered right now with a few things to be very honest with you. I don't pull punches. I don't fucking care about it. Just, I speak my mind. So it is what it is. And I guess I'll just say it now. Like I, after I think understanding like the end goal, I I gotta be honest as a content creator, I don't know if, I want to pursue that route and contributing in that way. I maybe I'm being a little bit and I don't understand it. Maybe I'm being a little bit uh, too knee jerky about it, but like, yeah, I, I don't know, man. Like,
10: uh... what don't, 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 don't like feel weird or or like you're, I think everyone in here, just glancing at the audience, everybody knows we just sort of talk about shit openly. Like we all love Sisla. but but what i don't know that didn't give me much can you give me any more uh, yeah, okay, specific yeah, like don't no worry
1: trying, i was trying i was trying not to right like and it, it might just yeah. be overthinking it or whatnot um so for me like it's it's i like the idea of running a 24 i mean you know it's I, I pitched it a lot of times too like uh i wanted ibc oops i just dropped my guitar um i wanted ibc to be eventually like a 24-hour news feed of like you know cosmos content and stuff like that and, Cicela just was working on it. I I don't know if it was before me or not. Apparently it was before me, whatever. Um, but when the way that I saw it was like, okay, you got to give us so far from what I saw and you know, they're going to, what they're going to do is they're going to put up a, a YouTube channel, which obviously eventually will be monetized, hopefully. Uh, and it's going to be controlled by them. And then you sign over, you like they want you to give over to, and they've reached out to many of us, all of us, they've asked, can you give over content that they can edit, like raw content that's reusable and beneficial and informative that they can edit? And I have a couple like on osmosis and stuff like that that I could give them, but then we need to sign over uh like the rights to use it and stuff like this. And in that case, I don't know if I want to do that Is a con- because it's a brand, right? Like IBC gang, me, uh, first off, it's a person like it's a it's a brand. It's my image. It's my likeness. It's my my words. Um, but like there's like if <laughs> uh, if if interchange, the dial goes off and, you know, they start reaping the benefit of all of our hard work. Like, how does that translate for us? getting more exposure for our brands that we've already created on YouTube and whatnot, other than like getting crumbs back to us later from what they're trying to do, which who knows if that's going to accrue to anything. Like how does that model benefit me and the work that I'm doing rather than just doing it on my own, you know, and like, cause I've already, but and here's another thing I've, you've already seen like other protocols and teams and people that have you know, content channels really suck at it. Like Osmosis sucks. They're like, what? How many Like, okay, you have a big thing, but like, again, I just, what is the benefit for me to do that? Other than like, I want to provide content, but I'm already doing that for the Greater Cosmos. Like, I just feel like I'm getting kind of like the
8: short end of the stick if I do it. Does it make sense? Like you're just gonna run my stuff, but how is that gonna translate for for me? Right? Is that no nobody? Doesn't
1: make any sense.
10: Oh, my fucking mic was muted. No, totally with you. Totally yeah. with you.
1: Like and it seems um, kind of selfish, but like that's what you gotta ask yourself. It's like and and plus you're hopefully everybody has an LLC. Well, like, so, you know,
10: here's, here's also like the the interesting thing about Specifically this topic of like monetizing, rewarding and making fair content, video content, like YouTube can't even fucking figure it out. You like there's since the day that the, the partner platform started, people have been complaining about how. Certain people don't get the ad revenue they should or things are not calculated the way it should be. Most YouTubers have to get like sponsorships from outside brands because for whatever reason their deals with YouTube and then the deals YouTube have with various record labels or movie, whatever, like just get in the way. So. W- without knowing too much about like Sisla's plan, I haven't like dove into it, I don't think nearly as deeply as you it sounds like it's kind of trying to go into that route of like content managing and like almost act like a YouTube within YouTube or a YouTube partner program rather for Cosmos content creators. Yeah. And that's just like historically a very dangerous game to play or not, not dangerous, but difficult,
1: you know, it's a super difficult game. And then like, you're talking about like actually capitalizing on it, which again, you hit the nose on the head, like, you know, even YouTube, do you know how much, out of all the hours and, and stuff and consistently putting out videos and being live, guess how much people don't understand. Like even when you're monetized, guess how much I've made this year in ad revenue. Take a, take a wild guess. Everybody that's speaker, take a wild fucking guess. $24. You know
8: that's 24 a respectable cent? guess.
1: that That's a respectable guess.
10: But yeah, I'm, I, I know YouTube. I am, I am, uh, my social security is banned for life from YouTube
1: AdSense. So I'm an expert on the matter. <laughs> Your social security is bad. That is a fact. <laughs> That's fucking hilarious. That's funny. That's not funny because I know the frustration that they that, 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 did. The there, funniest that.
10: part is I was one of the first like 2000 YouTube partners that could put ads on their stuff but I was a wee fucking dumb child. And my friends were so excited for me that to celebrate, they went and just clicked on a bunch of my ass (laughs) just over and over again. (laughs) Like hours after I got it. And the, the uh, the most insane part actually to touch on how their system sucks. And like, (laughs) I had a family friend who was one of the C-suite positions, I think CEO, but I, I, that doesn't seem right. See something at Google Music. And he was not even able to help me. <laughs> That's how fucked up their systems are.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But no, uh, Sorry, so, I digressed there. My bad. No, no but so I'm, I, I, you know, being truly transparent. I, I pride myself on being super transparent about all of these things so that people have a better realistic, like, idea of, like, what it takes in, in, in to you know, travel these endeavors that we decide to take with with our with our actions and what you know what whatever means we want to travel them with with our content. But like for the entire two thousand and twenty two, for all the hours that I've put into it, I've made an estimated, which is not true, but an estimated revenue of five hundred and twenty two dollars. That's
8: what do you think nothing. true?
1: Uh, I I don't even look because it's depressing, but I'm sure it's like what? you know, yeah Well you, you think about it, like even when you get that you gotta pay taxes, right? Like I say fifty percent of everything and just write off the other fifty percent because thirty goes to taxes, thirty goes to every like the other 20 something mm, you gotta it, make
10: sure. Take it from the guy yeah. banned from AdSense forever. What you gotta do is dodge the taxes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> do not listen to Timmy. But yeah, no,
10: no, like people. I think, like, uh, content creation on the Internet is one of these things at the moment where if you looked at, like, a graph where maybe the X axis was some general metric of success, call it, like, average viewers, subscribers, something like that, engagement on videos, and then the Y axis is, like, income, income made from it it's not a smooth line it's also not like a smooth curve or a parabola or anything it's it's something weird where you know up until some medium level of popularity like medium being like six figure subscribers on youtube at least like at least a hundred
1: thousand a hundred thousand you make like
10: minusculely more money like it really there there's a big jump somewhere in the middle and so when people don't think about it like that they just see the people on the far end of the spectrum that are making millions of dollars from TikTok and YouTube and like these things and they're like oh my god everyone on YouTube has it so easy not realizing that even the dude with like 90,000 subscribers is making jack fucking shit compared to the guy with 250,000 like yeah. it's not an even it's not a one to one thing
1: yeah and then you know i gotta say like you know being in the being doing it and and focused and committed to doing it each and every day during the week like i guess maybe that's why it strikes a chord maybe some reason why it strikes a chord with this prop 89 uh you know personally it's it's i put a i put a uh it's the facts it's just my numbers like don was started toting it around it was like i'm gonna be rich you know compared to and like i Don, get on my fucking level you're not even close to the amount that i actually produce as well like in all, I produce 171 live streams on YouTube, Monday through Friday. And most of my YouTube live streams go an hour and a half, maybe two hours, sometimes even more than that. Uh, I produced 73 videos since uh, changing over to Twitch. Uh, and that, again, same thing, right? Hour and a half, two hours. Uh, and I produced 47 pre-recorded videos on YouTube for 2022 so far. That is a grand total of 291 Videos, though not, and and, like, not even to mention, I'm on Twitter Spaces, providing Cosmos ecosystem focused content and everything in between. But like, it's it's ridiculous to think like, you know, if we if we pass this, like, it's almost a slap in the face to the effort and 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 like, you know, it's like, okay, what did we say? It was like basically 1,400 or whatever it is they're asking per video for two videos a month. Like, okay, let's say 14 videos. Quick easy fucking math two hundred i'm I'm dude or i should am am I worth four hundred and seven thousand dollars because if we're paying per video, I produce two hundred and ninety one for two thousand and twenty two i that should be four thousand and seven hundred dollars of content not ten minute videos hours hours am I worth that because if you vote yes then you should vote yes for my fucking proposal or anybody else that does it as well, because that's going to be the industry standard. And that my friend, even I don't think that that's worth it. I think I'm worth a lot of fucking money. I don't think my content is worth $400,000. You know, like that's just real shit. That's not even counting the hours and hours. How long have we been on a space right now? How long have you guys been doing spaces every fucking day participating? Like we're content creators. We're pushing the the we just had our friend Wargoat come up here and you know we talked about cosmos and, and stuff like that. Like we're onboarding people. We should all get paid fourteen hundred dollars right now. Am I crazy
8: for saying that? I don't think so.
1: I you're asking me what's up, you Oh gosh, hopefully I'm not lagging. Thumbs up, you guys can also hear me. Okay. What's that B? What do you think about that?
11: Find out in I think um I think a lot of things. And the first thing that I think is <laughs> is that like um, astute. <laughs> I wanna make sure that I'm not saying anything like you have to think about um
1: it's not recorded. I took a page out of Robos, but it's not okay, recorded. Okay,
11: good. So, no, I'm just like, I just, I, I think you produce a lot of content. There's a lot of us out, you know, here, you know, hanging out in the spaces and, you know, you're, you produce, you, you give a lot of information and you're out there in the streets and stuff like that in the Cosmo streets. But I also think that um, they have to, there's gotta be a way to measure like, in a, it, you know, the, you know, how you are saying, obviously $480,000 is not what your content is worth. You know what I mean? Because a lot of time don't take this, you know, the wrong or anything but a lot of time there's you know there's rambling there's there's things that go on but you know that and so you're still like but i'm still out here doing i'm still out here doing the thing i'm still providing content i'm still giving you market overviews you know what i mean and so i think that has to be kind of taken into consideration as well
1: yeah yeah i don't think like i said that i'm just going by what they are proposing right now i do not think that my content is worth $407,000 at $1,400 a video, like no fucking way. You, you gotta be crazy. These industry standard bullshit things is, I ramble way too much. Like, <laughs> like fucking, yeah, no way. But you know, if it passes, um, I'd be crazy not to put in a proposal and say, hey, what the fuck, you know, wait a minute. And, and so would everybody else. So you know how like the sauce yep, DAO that is I'm
11: oh, sorry. Nope, that was just a green. Go ahead. But yeah, so you know how the sauce thou they're like, you know, this is everyone's just kind of doing this for free. Did you guys read the actual little sauce DAO thing? Um, or proposal that they're putting out on the Commonwealth?
1: I did and I didn't have time.
11: But it was funny. And I'm an It's a little funny. But, anyways, there's a spot where, you know. They said, you know, they ha- they are going to provide the metrics after this, like project, to see what, what it, um, you know, what kind of uh, traffic they drove to Juno. You know what I mean? Using like the Juno watermark, or, you know, you know, being basically there for Juno to do market, like a marketing campaign for free with the people that are out there and see and like take the metrics at the end. I think that that's a cool idea. I mean, so what do you guys think?
1: Yeah. I mean, I mean, it th- that's the rub though, right? Like how do you truly and like as best as possible measure the rate of which like the of return? Like how do you, like, especially even a cosmic validator, like that's the problem. Like I said, not, it's not the, it's not the proposal. It's the details. Like, how are you going to know that that's actually worth it? Maybe it's, maybe we're short selling them. Maybe they're worth, way more. And they are each, each video they do on boards. Well, I don't know what's worth 1400, uh, 20 new users <laughs> uh, will watch. I don't know. Like what the fuck? How do you, how do you, how do you verify that?
11: Yeah, I, I see what you're saying. Um, but I think it's like, I guess, figuring out if, if they're, if they're, if they're driving co- people to the Juno, like, yeah, how would you measure that? How would you get that metric?
1: You can't. You, 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 you realistically can't, you cannot even, even, but like Timmy was saying with YouTube, you can't, they can't even get like their algorithms, right. And like, ver- like yeah. verify like which, what, what is worth what, let alone like on a, how are you going to verify to like what translated for views to a wallet? Like how, how are you going to, how are you going to figure that out? That's a really good question. Tim, you got any ideas? Mm. You're going to put in every every new time, put in our, you know, we we did that with uh with Notional and Oni, right? Like we we're like, "Oh, put in the comments IBC gang." And you can see like if you put in like memo notes and stuff like that, but nobody remembers that shit. And like how you do you have a referral code for Kepler wallet? Kepler wallet will probably charge you. Uh you're going to probably need to ask a lot more because Kepler wallet charges a lot for fucking getting listings and putting stuff on there. So
8: You know, I don't know. I just—that's the problem I have with the proposal. But if it passes, I'm going to be putting shit up there. Go ahead, Timmy, I see you unmuted. Unless you just did it to unmute. Oh yeah, no. I think. Talking
10: when I'm muted.
1: Yeah, I think <laughs> preemptively like, unmute. You know, <laughs> I, I I reached out uh to kind of go back and talking about proposals. I did reach out to um Mr. Hartnell and and take him up on his request about the spirit of Juno. Hopefully, he can give me good constructive feedback. But like that's another thing. Like, I as this is, I'm so glad like, you
11: did
1: that. Oh, I'm, yeah, say that. Like, I'm
11: really glad you did that, and I'm glad he offered, and he did it in front of all of us because we were there. So let's see what happens. What kind of feedback you get.
1: Yeah. I, I love, I I, do, I really do uh, enjoy him. I like, I really do. Um, wait, so wait, what happened during what the community? Meant? No, did you, did you listen to yesterday's, uh, first sub down, uh, communication sub down for Juno space?
10: Um, mm, no, no, actually, now that you mention it, I listened to like a portion of it and then got sidetracked. No, yeah, how was it? Mean, yeah.
1: It was, it was, you know, it's what I expected. It was the first one. So I'm kind of giving them a pass. Uh, there was nothing like crazy there. You heard Jake talk about Dow Dow and, and, you know, the out- Sargays outpost. And then we heard a lot about wind Dow and basically it was like, yeah, we made a lot of mistakes. Forgive us. Be positive. Dow, 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 Sargays, uh, be positive. Dow, 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 Sarge's kind of stuff. Um, so it was like basically like over an hour of like listening to Dow, Dow and Sargays and, and, and stuff like that. But like, um, there really wasn't any kind of like, it, they covered, it, it was it was kind of ironic and funny at the same time, but not, uh, that basically what they did was they took the past month or so of what's been happening on Juno and reviewed it like Cosmos Validator does with their videos, um, <laughs> which, yeah, yeah, it was just kind of funny ironic, <laughs> but it's like, if this is the communication sub now and this is what you guys are going to do, holy fuck, I am really disappointed. And so I I came up when they finally started taking, I had asked them because they said it earlier on, like the point of the communication sub is to relay developments to the community and then to also ultimately be focused on communicating what we have going on to the outside world. That's not the Juno ecosystem bubble uh, so that they can push the narrative and push the ecosystem forward. Right? Like that's literally basically not word for word, but it's basically what they said or what, um, Highlander had said that this is the point of the communication sub dial to go out there and push the narrative forward for for Juno, and so as he said that, and all, as all the discussion went on, they never addressed it. They never brought up like what they have planned at all. Uh, so I came up there and I said I had two questions. I said, "What is the main focus or thing that the communication sub dial is working on currently to promote the narrative of Juno outside of our bubble?" They Didn't answer that. They jumped straight over it and just avoided it. And then of course, maybe it was my fault Mm -hmm. because I had a second part of my question as to constructive feedback and criticisms uh, when it comes to the spirit of Juno, because they were also talking about, Hey, we can have more than one doubt. We can have more than, you know, there should be community involvement. And I was like, well, the first, (laughs) like I'm being real, the first community involved thing, like you all fucking shot down like a, I don't know, like a hot bag dog in
2: the streets.
1: Yeah. Like it was, it was. <laughs> and then I will say like, as I was asking my shit, I saw some key individuals laughing as I was saying it, like, mm. you know, I don't know. I'm reading into that, but it didn't make me feel good or, yeah. you know, it's, just, it's just one of those things where it's like communication sub and you're communicating. I don't know if it's a delay or what you're laughing. Maybe you're laughing at somebody else sticking their finger in the nose this is a oh i will I how that dude
10: i i actually tank i will say like remember how crazy the delay to speaker i mean uh, yeah. the, the speaker to you listen.
1: also know that i ramble and so <laughs> while i'm saying it yeah there was ample amount of time and i'm going are you laughing at like it's just you know for no, professionals it's, yeah,
8: it's
1: yeah for professionals and you're on a communication sub down the title of the subtext <laughs> communication, you're phys- like you're literally laughing at questions and concerns from your community, from your base. While well, wait, but who is
10: laughing? Just audience members or people on the Dow?
1: I don't. Yeah, I don't want to. Yeah, people. Some people on the Dow and a couple. Okay, others.
10: you don't have to name names, but yeah, I didn't I'm not gonna name that. names. But I, didn't like, I saw
1: that. it, and I was like, "What the fuck?
10: Yeah,
1: like, am I dead in the in the street before I even start?" Like, yeah, buying? right. So I don't know. Like, it you didn't miss much. But at the same time, yeah, I, I don't know, man. I don't know.
10: It's discouraging.
1: It is.
8: it is. It is very much discouraging.
11: I mean, but at least he said he would look at it, you know, and yeah. and, and provide feedback, which that, that was, that's encouraging.
1: That was, it was. And I and I definitely took him up on it. I sent him a, a link and a message, a short message today uh, about like what the intent was and what the focus was and all this other stuff. So hopefully he can help me word it better because. Like, you know, and we, we gone over it. Like it was rushed because I felt like the sentiment needed to be known. If we, if, if you just sat there and you just work on stuff and you just work on stuff and you try to over perfect things, you over, you never, things, you, you
8: never, you miss
1: it. And then the sub dial is gone. And yeah, go you out. miss no. it.
8: Exactly.
1: Yep. And so like, again, none, none of it, like you said before, you said it best to me, none of it was an oversight. It was intended to be uh, intended to be that way kind of vague and stuff like that, but it needs to be worked on and hopefully he can help us out with that.
11: Okay. Can I just, oh, can I just segue into like something totally different? It's like a little bit of news and I just want to know what you guys think about it. So PayPal, right? You know how PayPal was doing this thing where they were going to like, you would get fined if you were like sending out misinformation and then a whole bunch of people like quit PayPal, but then like, they still kind of enforce some kind of weird guidelines um, they are hooking up with MetaMask, and you can access, you can, MetaMask and PayPal are trying to, like, they were, like, combining forces. So what do you guys think about um, about that? MetaMask is already collecting your, like, IP information, you know, for seven days. You know, PayPal, you know how PayPal is. Um, is it, this is like a, would you guys use it, yes or no?
1: I don't use it currently, and I'm not using What? It.
8: Musk is already what, moving what? against it. What is what?
11: Wait, you don't know what I said? Did I talk too fast? My bad.
10: No, I just did the impolite thing of getting distracted, but then also taking oh, an interest okay. in what you said and asking you to repeat yourself.
11: <laughs> oh, okay, okay. What you're saying? What? Yeah, like no, like, okay, my bad. <laughs> so, um, MetaMask and PayPal join forces to offer crypto on-ramp to selected user users. So basically, they are letting you on-ramp your Ethereum via MetaMask, you know, with PayPal. Um, what do you guys think about that? Is that, like, something you would use? Um, do you guys still have PayPal? I, think I don't that's, like the, I think it's kind uh, of...
8: Uh, I wouldn't use it, but... So... Like, it's must, MetaMask problem Musk that. is already moving against yeah, that. Met-
5: yeah, go for it, Orgo. Musk is already... Moving against that, he's talking about, uh, and moving towards putting a pay system on Twitter or
10: through Twitter. Thank thank god we've got the real Cosmos soldier on our side.
1: Damn it, can you guys hear him? I can't hear him.
10: Did Wargo? Oh, you can't. Hey, Wargo, you might need to drop down and then request to speak again because Tank can't hear you.
1: Yeah, we'll bring you right back up if if you don't mind. I'll bring you right back up.
8: Yo, good evening, guys. How are you guys doing?
11: V, What's up, man? P- pretty good. Nothing hey, V. Works. Hey, would
6: hey, you, uh, hey.
11: Would you, uh, use your, would you use uh PayPal Fuck no. and MetaMask Fuck together?
6: No. Not at all, especially no. after what PayPal did. PayPal was saying that they were able to, I think, cancel your funds or restrict you from... They can charge you four money. grand. Yeah. For misinformation. Yeah, yeah nah, nah, never. Guys, I no. think I'm... Can you guys hear me? Yeah, we yeah, we can hear you. hear you. We can hear you. My, My hear phone you. is
10: literally just black. I thought it shut off, except so I might shut off at any moment now.
1: Fuck <laughs> up your phone.
10: <laughs> no, I mean like it's frozen. Oh god! But yet this Twitter space is still working. No way. <laughs> okay, if I if I randomly drop, that's why.
6: Yeah, I yeah, got you. I got you. By the way, Timmy, are you a part of the Source DAO?
10: I like to. Uh, I like to think I'm a founding member. Um, I was in the audience listening during the the first space about it earlier, and that's. Uh, oh, perfect! That's enough perfect. for me to claim ownership.
6: Oh no! How come you
11: didn't ask me? V? how come you didn't ask if I was in the sauce?
6: Well, because bands like just. <laughs> I will speak for to be. It's a. Uh, it's a. Uh, so this is a very exclusive men's only sauce oh, sub-down.
11: Uh, no he, women, he, said, no he said.
6: He said. There's no female toxicity. It, it sounds
11: like everywhere really? else.
6: <laughs> I'm messing with you. <laughs> <laughs> it
11: sounds like everywhere I go. I don't know.
6: But um, I was gonna say Zerica he didn't ask I you could. because,
10: like, you're clearly saucy enough that it's just he already knows the yeah. default in there.
6: Yeah. No. Exactly. Exactly. So you you were asking for it. You, you're already part. You, you're already a part. I'm of also
11: it. glad we don't have to be segregated.
10: You're really asking for it. <laughs> He's gonna pop you one on a kisser. <laughs> right,
8: I, I right I the kisser.
6: You're <laughs> really asking for it.
8: <laughs>
6: By the way, I was just wondering if if the source sub can be the sub for all NFT communities and potentially we can even take over the communication sub at some point and just oh, yeah. like what's the point of the sub communication sub when we're doing everything already? You guys aren't doing shit. Potentially in a month or two. I mean, obviously, I, think I figured out get, the whole point. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, if we can get it. all the NFTs and NFT people over, Rekt Gang, The Racks, Maneki. The one thing else. I will say
10: is whoever the main person on the Wrecked Gang account is, I think he's just like too Canadian to take the movement. Like, his voice, his, he sounds like the nicest fellow ever. When he speaks to the point where I could just push him over with a gust of wind. We we need someone with some sauce in their heart.
11: Like, hey, are you talking about Berserker? Who are you talking about? No,
10: no, whoever's usually on the Rect Gang That's account. Berserker, I no. Love? Berserker,
11: I, love. no Berserker. Yeah. I
10: love Berserker, but last Berserker I was listening to him Berserker. earlier today in the Toss talk and I was like, this is the friendliest, calmest sounding Canadian man I've ever heard. <laughs>
6: It's a compliment. Yeah, no, no, he is Canadian. And he, he is very nice. Like whenever it comes to these kind of things, it, even when we were talking, I think uh, I commented on uh, Jake Hartnell's tweet and I was just asked him, I think I tagged Robbo in that too. And I said, you're actually like, the, this is the communication substand. It took a fucking month to arrange the spaces. What the heck is this? Uh, tell mm-hmm. me, Robbo, we can arrange the spaces every other day for you. <laughs> and then it kind of went from there and I messaged in our, we, we have a clan leads chat in Rekt Gang, I think a message berserker and I was like, yo, can we just start our own sub or something? And he was like, what do you mean? He was like, where are we even going to start from? And I think we started from Meme Juno and we ha- we came up with a few names and I, I fell asleep last night. I wake up and it's uh, Juno Source now and apparently... <laughs> uh, we, we've got a wrecked news there too, and Berserker was saying, "Yeah, I've not asked them, but because they're rugged our IP, we just I just put their name in there too." <laughs> but no, Bers- Berserker is really nice, and I, I was thinking, I did say, "Look, let's uh, look professional at least, ask for some money," and he was saying, "Look, if we ask for, and, and that's true. I mean, if we do ask for some money right now, no one knows this in June or realistically." Uh, Especially the people that were on yesterday, Jay Cardinal and all those other guys or or even what's his name right the guy who the guy who runs the communication subdaw i i mean no 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 one knows us, and uh, they they're always gonna prefer to have their own friends in the in in these kind of sub-DAOs and paid positions i mean he did say- yeah, but that's that something
10: we we've gotta take a stand against. Because that's just human nature, and when people do that, it's it's not malicious, it's not bad. You don't have to like be upset at them for it, but it needs exactly. to
6: be actively
10: like combated. Against.
6: How would it be combated against? Because uh, remember when uh, people were don't going against the to... Yeah, <laughs> that that's true. But at the same time, those are the guys who have the most the heaviest bags. They hold Take the heaviest away. bags. Of- well, cool. I think I think part pieces.
8: I think
10: part of what what V's saying is like you can't be like you can't take away what they already have and they already have enough where they can influence. No,
1: nah, you'd be surprised. You can make them fucking feel it.
10: Yeah, yeah. No, I do agree. Make <laughs> them do, do I community saying, You can make
1: them fucking feel it. Like, hey, if you guys aren't gonna fucking be willing to let other people come and play ball. We'll just move it to other validators who are also doing great fucking jobs. Like, I know Timmy's right here right now, but I'll say it. Like, Cosmos Spaces, Spark IBC, Up, yeah, you know, that'd be uh, 50 fucking thousand Juno or 100,000 Juno from the community moving it over. Like you, I know you guys got big bags, but you're going to fucking feel it if we move that shit.
10: Dude, also, like, I don't know how to say this without tooting my own horn or sounding like that's what I'm doing. Um, to it.
8: But
7: (laughs)
10: um, what, what do I even want to say? So like, I don't want to compare myself and what I'm doing with Spark and Interchain to a lot of projects, because what goes into them is vastly different. Like just in terms of literal dev capabilities that are needed or amount of man hours or whatever. But having now actually built some stuff over the past like year or so in Cosmos, like, holy shit, you can stretch money. You can do a lot with a little. Like, it's absurd. And so when I see some of these asks, it it's starting to personally offend me because I'm out here trying to do this building stuff too. And the only funding we've got whatsoever was, uh, I think we got a 20,000 USD in Juneau, of which we agreed to take, it was either half of it or two thirds, um, And like do a sort of vesting thing, so like either a third of that or a half we turned into USDC. Um, The rest is still sitting in Adam and Juno, now worth fucking pennies. Well, not actually, but way less. Um, And so with somewhere between ten thousand and whatever a third would be, let's say like seven. Like we built Spark with it, and we built what we have for Interchain right now. and even that was with a developer that charged hundred dollars an hour, which I was like, "Oh, like that's crazy in my world." But
1: um, industry standard,
10: yeah. And but no, but again, even with that, we were able. to. I feel like I've consistently been able to do like a lot with a little. Um, and at first, I just sort of was impressed myself with it. I was like, "All right, cool. Like you're you're, you're budgeting well. You're like really being smart with your limited funds." But now, like, as I just see all these ass, how much, like, how much loop got? I like the loop people. I do not know what they spent that on. Now that I'm actually building and talking to developers and contracting them and paying them and seeing what work goes, I I actually have, and I don't mean to single loop out. This is kind of a thing I see everywhere. People get so in love with their baby. Uh, like like I do to an extent with, with Interchain and Spark at this point, that I think they see value that isn't there yet. And that's just the default for them. We're like, this thing's gonna be crazy. This is a million dollar thing. Are you crazy? Like, give me 100000 right now and I'll, I'll think about giving you 10% of what, like, I, I don't know. I don't have a point to this, really. It's just something I've noticed and it has been very interesting to try and, like, grapple with and, like, figure out how I feel about it, I guess, for lack of a better term, actually. Angry.
1: Just fucking take your anger inside and fucking use it and crush people. <laughs> anger can fucking really be a motivating and productive thing if you know how to wield it. You just strangle the shit out of somebody you come up from behind I was going
10: to say, Tank, them. do you want to take me on as your jiu-jitsu student?
1: Ah, yes. You just come from behind you fucking take the car and strangle just the just shit out of somebody. To kill them! I mean, what? Yeah. This, just cool. until their eyes roll back. You don't kill them. You just you let them right. wake up later in a questionable situation. They, like, wonder what the fuck happened. That's what Big you but No, seriously. Like, so, okay, honestly, like, again, I'm using this, okay? Cosmos is right now. I'm looking at the Juno Valley. You got 80,587 uh, delegated to them. Uh, Spark NPCs are them. You guys got 70,613. Uh, like, look.
8: That's a third.
1: Yeah, crazy. If, I, if you were to take 50,000, which honestly would not be a hard effort. And just like, I know, like, look, I don't know how this sounds, but let's be real. You're hostaging us. It's us to hostage you. And that's actually our fucking thing. I have no idea why we allow ourselves to be handcuffed. And we actually even handcuff ourselves for them and lock it up with them in the, in the weird fucking delusional thought of it's safer to validate with people up in the chain because they're up in the chain. I can just go right <clears throat> now. I'm not just saying it because you're here, but I'm, it's a great example. Spark IBC, Cosmos Spaces, constructive, productive content providers pushing the narrative forward, also engaged with the community. They both run great block times. They Like I'm looking at this shit. No reason why we can't take 50,000, 50,000 and put it to both of those validators, bump them all the way up the list, all the way up in the fucking list to halfway in there and really secure it there. That would go a lot longer and the motherfuckers would feel it notional would feel it you take look they have a big chunk take 100 take 100k juno away from each one of those you going to feel it you you get you drop down real fucking fast you you got a lot but like look right now oni if you got 674,000 delegated juno to you if we take 100 away from that you're now in do, 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 not much but you're going to drop down below king notes which is going to put you at 20 322 whatever for notional same thing boom take a they're gonna fucking feel it and i'm not just saying look pick on them like there's other fucking black highlander look highlander
8: yeah
1: bro you take that shit away you're gonna fucking feel it call it a black as you want it's It's my fucking money it's the community money this is crypto tank talking nobody else mark my fucking words
6: it's not that hard to take it away either I mean if you think of it you guys are the ones that are active day in day out if anyone actually wanted to start a campaign to fund community oriented validators it's not such a difficult task and it can be done It, it it's probably going to take some time but who the fuck is we're in a bear market anyway we're in here every day day in day out and we yeah. can't you didn't even know Rec News doesn't delegate. talk <laughs>
1: what are you gonna do to stop oh, exactly. us you didn't even know rec news doesn't talk bro <laughs> you you rec called up rec news and asked been... them for a question that was in the wait did that happen during the sub-down? communication yes that yeah in the communications. wait that also
10: happened that also happened in jay's space yes <laughs> like i know they're a pretty new account but like I mean, also just like Jay today being like, yeah, I saw that Joe like, who's Joe? What's going on with Joe? I was like, all right, these people just don't care to engage with the community that they're allegedly building for.
11: No, but he knew who the Joe, the fact that he knew what the, the Joe was a thing. Yeah, because
10: I DM'd him a custom Joe and he see, he saw it. Oh. Yeah. Oh, never mind. And he's, Damn I think, it. the only person, I think he's the only person I DM'd a Joe too. didn't put it on. Now that I'm thinking about it. Damn, and and that almost makes sense because he was so disconnected from it, but like that should that should be a little wake up call to him. I don't know. Be like, whoa, everyone in this cosmos community is into this thing for this week and I don't even know what it is. Maybe <laughs> maybe you should do more than one space every year. And that
6: I don't know. I don't know. What? I'd still love what? Cosmos and crypto, but it's definitely disappointing lately what's going to happen when Rick News starts to talk that's what i'm thinking i'm going to fucking over,
10: defecate yeah.
6: everywhere <laughs>
10: <laughs> i'm sorry that just slipped out that just slipped out i think, just
12: out. I think it's at just that, like, at that point people at that point people will realize it's Zerker and everyone will lose interest in it
8: yeah you kind of
10: disappointed talk yeah. i'll go to his house and beat him up if that's the case
12: He'll be like, sorry, guys, sorry. Let's sit in the house and have some maple syrup, eh? Oh,
6: sorry. No, I'm sorry. I'm Canadian.
1: He's not going to fight back. He's just going to be nice about it. Oh, no, so sorry. Sorry, I guys, think... sorry.
6: <laughs> so, Finn, I'm not sure if you're aware or not, but apparently, I, I went back and listened to a space and Rec News did talk. Apparently, it was the intern or the founder or whoever, but the guy got rugged and he got kicked out of Rec News, too. Yeah, so, that's what they I, I said. Share the same feeling? I share the same feeling. I don't want to hear wrecked news. I don't want to hear who the heck it is They should just carry on with the shit they're doing. The day that I hear or find out who it is, I think I'm done.
12: Well, it's it's that whole thing of, like, the anonymity gives them the, the leeway to be able to express any opinion they want. And, like, we do that to a certain point, because, like, a lot of us just don't give a fuck about anything like this, but, like, there's a point where if you start doing that too much, it'll start to affect your uh, the interviews you're able to get and this and that. Like, you, people will just be like, oh, I'm not that guy's just going to, like, tell me I'm a fucking idiot or something like I'm not going on his face. You know? If I put
1: their backs to the wall, I that's don't right, give a fuck, That's right. Dude. I don't give a fuck. Nobody comes to my damn show. Nobody even responds. Look, you're going to respond when I fucking get the whole damn clan to start taking delegations and re-delegate. To other fucking better fucking validators that are communicating with the fucking community.
10: Let's let's maybe not use that word though.
1: Yeah, every time he no, says no he's not he going the on clan
6: together. No I'm clans, <laughs> yeah, yeah, just friends. friends.
1: <laughs> okay, the gang. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. the gang, I'm gang.
6: Gang
12: gang gang gang
1: gang gang. It, it, it is a,
12: it, it is an interesting thing to see, like how just with like the whim of a tweet validators increase and decrease rank, you know, and like them being like, it's all the, the big dogs, just like you said, it's that it's the, the bane of the Sybil that that we're all dealing with here. And they just like, Oh, are, are you, are you doing what we're doing? Then we'll get you in the active set. And the second you stop doing what they're doing, they, remove it and now you're not active anymore and now you just fade away into obscurity and so they basically even though it is different quote-unquote validators it's not because it's all quote-unquote notional oni and the other top dogs and that and that's just how it is i mean you spin up a chain like Kuji and try to do it a different way but takes a lot
6: of uh, a lot of resources and time and show. Finn what you just said I've I've actually heard that from someone someone got in touch with a person and told them that they should set up a validator and they will get him into the active set and the guy wasn't sure why this person wants him to set up a validator and everything and now that you mentioned that it, it makes sense because they want that validator to vote on things that they would want to in their favor. Exactly, I mean, but still under the, the, the allure of decentralization. An but I,
12: like, I, hey, validator. I,
10: I guess I do want to shout out the flip side of that, which is that there are many validators out there that will do big delegations with no strings attached. So right now, I'm i don't know our exact numbers but at least initially the only reason we got into the active set is because of notional they gave us like a substantial amount of evmos and then when we were about to fall out a couple days later because like the floor was rising like lava at that point literally like going up by 10 or 20k Evmos a day um they helped us out again now they're a smaller portion of our stake on evmos which is nice but that never came with any strings aside from him making sure our like infrastructure was up to snuff. Um, And as some of you know, like I recently even had some arguments with Jacob. I don't consider them arguments. It's just how me and Jacob talked to each other. We had some disagreements. and you you, you know, like those things don't always have to be contingent, but I just wanted to call that out as a flip side, but that does definitely go on.
12: (laughs) And and you're also probably one of the more legit cats. And a lot of cats in this space are like, the legit cats of of the community and stuff, but I don't think I would trust just like some new cat coming in and then being like, "Hey, like, we'll get you in the active set." Like, I mean, we don't know them, we don't know their values or anything. And now that that V mentioned it, like, when I was getting TerraSpaces started before the crash, I had several people hit me up in DMs and be like, "You should start a validator," and I'm like, "I I will look into that." And they're like, "Well, no, you just like go and and." do it through this thing and i was like it just never appealed to me because i was like if i'm i'm a nerd so like if i run a validator like i'm gonna fucking build one you know i'm gonna like actually do it and i just don't have fucking time for that but they keep treating it like it's like this business model of like all right you have the ear of the community because you're recording all their spaces now like let us spin you up a validator and you can be our you know and i just yeah the more i see it now like i think back to that and i'm like holy shit that is kind of what they were doing and i wonder how many people they went to that that agreed to it you know and it's and how many like, of these validators it's like are them are saying
10: like let us use what you've built for our sort of like echoing our position further and in return you get a little mediocre amount of money per month.
1: <laughs> not yeah, it. and I
12: I wonder like if I if I didn't have the funding I had like and I would have needed to go that route like I right. almost wonder like how this would have ended up. Uh, yeah, that's crazy. It's not very and I still can't
10: believe Are you currently funded
8: in some way? Me? Yeah, I mean aside from like obviously we oh, have Oh, I, the I stay of
12: I, I stay funded. I stay well stay funded. funded. Through the the, the through the uh, what's it called the 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 kind heartedness of the communities.
10: Hopefully, I can get there someday. I hate this Fiat job.
12: <laughs> yeah, well, and it's it all depends on like what the individual is doing. Like, there's no possible way to do what i did with terra spaces and do a day job like i did it for that first month and i was like leaving the weed lab and like telling my homie like hey watch this extractor i gotta run home and like start this recording and shit and i was like i don't live that far from there so it wasn't that bad but like towards the end there i was definitely like dipping out of work a lot <laughs> to like come and start recordings and shit so and that <laughs> was back when nobody was using the Twitter space recorder like now it's a lot easier because I can just go back and grab it after the fact as, assuming they, they hit record uh, but back then like nobody was doing it so like I had the only recordings of it, but doing, doing other stuff that like building, I mean, I, I did the jam whole podcast for like 10 years while I had a day job and we were, it was just a fun little like hobby, but I wasn't building, you know, anything. It was just like a fucking dumb podcast. We just talk shit once a week or three times a week or whatever. But yeah, be interesting to see where it goes after this.
1: I'm still on the shit. Let's attack somebody. What the fuck? Yes, you, you guys all calm down. I got all fucking worked up and shit. Are we putting our torches and swords back down? Oh fuck.
12: V, who are we fudding? V, who are we fudding? Let's go. We can find someone to fud.
10: V's gotta K- fudd. Kava this. has it coming. I'm telling you, they've had it a long time coming. <laughs> Who's
11: that? Did you say Kava? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <I'm giving laughs> <a, laughs> give me a. These
6: motherfuckers got it coming. Ken, I'm gonna be no, back. No, been... Kava's my
12: daughter
6: is funding me right now, so I have to go put her to sleep. Put that
8: baby to sleep. Put that baby to sleep, boy.
12: Do you think V, like, you know how, like, parents read their kids' bedtime stories? I wonder if V just, like, reads the daily FUD of of the day, like, off Twitter to the the child to to go to sleep with.
10: V... V kind of strikes me as the type of dude that probably breastfeeds his child. (laughs)
12: yeah i could see that i could see Like, that. i don't mean that any <laughs> sort of disrespect i love v i just i get those vibes
11: there's nothing wrong with breastfeeding he he just mentioned well he's a nurturer right like he's a he he's goes. let's not mild. say
10: there's nothing wrong with whoa, breastfeeding whoa, whoa, whoa. As, a, yeah. as a male yeah. there's a no, lot of but... shit
11: wrong
1: with breastfeeding as a male
11: <laughs> well if you we can do that you got some explaining to do but i'm just saying oh
10: dude no 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 i remember i watched an animal planet uh show back in the day i don't know what it was but i'll never i'll never forget it somehow who knows what the fuck this had to do with animals come to think of it but but they had this section on like uh a a case of some human male that just let his baby suckle for a while and after a while after some blood he just started lactating
12: this baby fucking drank milk, bro. <laughs> all
10: right, nature,
12: I'm, I'm sorry. Why didn't we go nat- here? <laughs> nature will find a way. If okay, Jurassic good. Park taught us nothing.
11: Um. Wow. First of all, gross because the baby had to go through blood before they could get milk, and <laughs> Probably hairy all, too. Probably a
1: hairy nipple too. Probably a hairy gross. nipple.
12: No. <laughs> The hey, Joe wants not, I, I want to uh, fight somebody
1: even more. You are talking about that kind of shit? What the fuck?
12: Yo, listen, dude. Go Joe fuck wants fuck. you guys to get uh, the validator on the show. Let's make this happen.
1: Cosmic validator. I've been trying, dude. Did I t- tell you guys? Did I tell you guys what they did? Did they leave you
12: now? on? They leave you on red?
1: No, like, okay. I, I think I said it the other day. Uh, hold on. God knows, I've got so many fucking messages here. So they responded back to me. I said, hey, guys, are you willing to come on the... Like, I wanted to proactively uh, or talk to them while the the prop is live so that people could get a better understanding, you know, like, hey, uh, give them a chance. So I said, hey, guys, would you be willing to come on space soon and to talk about Prop 89? And they said, hey, sorry, we missed your previous message, because, again, I messaged them before that, and they never got back to me. Uh, we are very busy at the moment finalizing our next video. To be released in a few days, let's discuss about this space again once the video is released. And I said, okay, because I was like, whatever. Um, And then they said, as soon as we have the release date for the next video, we can confirm the date and time for this space. So I'm literally, I haven't responded yet. I'm just going to respond, okay, just let me know.
12: Well, I mean,
8: you're putting out out
12: one... They're putting out one video a month. I mean, most of that time is just computer rendering. Like, what are, you, what are you doing?
10: No, they, they also allegedly have an editor that handles everything. So while he's editing your video, which is what they claim they're on, why can't you come talk? Like, I, I actually have no problem with them. I chat with them sometimes. I want to get their content on Interchain Info. Um, I even don't blame them for asking this proposal. But that part in particular, <laughs> their reply to Tank, is so blatantly an excuse that it, it raises some... I was yeah. like,
12: what? You really yeah. are gonna... You should be... have just said, I'm doing my hair. Let me Anything. get back to you when
10: I'm yeah. done.
1: Anything,
12: but something that literally
10: just doesn't make sense. It's
1: here. Here's, again... Oh, here's the rub, guys. It's They can't answer shit. It's not them that runs their infrastructure. It's CISLA's main company. What that's okay. We, that's
10: okay. You wanted to talk to them about the proposal for their content, not validator stuff, right? Well,
1: it's one and the same because they made it one and the same. Their whole fucking, the first bullet point was how they've been validating for a long fucking time.
12: Yeah, so I would expect mm-hmm. you to get in there and like discuss some of the latest updates, some of the pull requests, some of the code that you've contributed to the hub, like all that shit. You know?
1: Yeah, I, I don't have a problem. Open with Open versus closed sauce. The
10: <laughs> Tell me about your sauce policy, please.
12: Yeah. <laughs> How do you feel about Kujira sauce?
10: How do you do, make it? Do you good? imagine it dripping down your chin at night? Sorry. Gross. Oh
12: <laughs> so I see M- Mbedo Mbedros in the uh, in the chat, and I just want to riffle? shout out Mbedro here for uh, some of the sneak peeks of the art he's been sending me. Uh, this shit is very cool, very exciting, he's very memey. Manner.
8: Oh, yeah. Mbedo, I hope you got someone to, to suck
12: your dick because you deserve it. With that art. Hey, don't give him ideas. Come on now. Just trying to get the art done first.
1: To me. I don't think I've ever heard this side of you, bro. You're fucking vulgar shit. Talking about what? nipples and sucking penises and shit. What the hell is happening, man? The bear market's getting to the best of them. You were the chosen one, man. You're supposed to bring order, balance to the force. I'm fucking dying. Stop right it. Now. Jesus. I have to have somebody to look up to, man.
12: All right. All right. All right I'm reining it in. You know, we're getting towards the bottom here when Timmy <laughs> starts yelling about dick sucking and shit. The
10: bottom will be when the I come to you know, one day and be like, fuck it, sold all my Link. I'm
1: out. That's that, when that's you know everything's going to
10: pump the next day. Yep.
1: Yep. Yep. When Timmy starts talking bad about Link, I'm going to question a lot of shit, bro
12: you can be like, what's going on?
1: Yeah. <laughs> I, I had
12: to block some of them the other day because I was getting those spam bots telling me. The scam? Link airdrop. Yeah, I was like, God yep. damn it Give me Dude, the it's all just like the
10: most basic old shit in the books, too. Like, they're literally just taking either the Chainlink page's name or Chainlink God and just, like, <laughs> changing the L to an uppercase i and it's like just the most basic shit but it's everywhere it's so annoying
1: hey but people get caught man like i can't tell you how many times people have come on the stream and it was like yo my wallet's been been fucking like oh. why why is nothing in it i'm like oh man oh you clicked on some shit didn't you
12: Bro, you spend like you an hour in the wrecked gang Discord, and you'll see like no fewer than three people roll in there and be like, oh, "I just got fucking fleece, I've been trying to do an OTC trade. I'm fucking wrecked." And we like direct them to the wreck channel where they can tell their saw bass story. Like, sorry, in here. Oh, like, sorry.
11: You're in the wrong channel. We hear you, but if you can just go and like repeat that into the um, rec channel, we'd appreciate that. Thank you, sir.
12: (laughs) That's where the AI bot is doing the curation, and we'll turn this into a special and a book and a five-part TV Mm -hmm. deal.
1: What is going on, my friend? What you got for us? I swear I hate this fucking delay. I hate this delay. It makes me feel stupid. (laughs)
12: It, it is too, and then you don't know, like if the conversation shifted, so then you're the asshole that's like trying to bring it back to some shit that already got <laughs> talked about or something. See this?
1: Hey, sorry about that. Uh, hey, what's up, Tank? Um, what's up, buddy? What you got, man? Hey, I got a question about all the maneki's I got. Um, what? Hey, what do I do? With, what do I do with them all? <laughs> Big balling maneki v ones, my friend. Do you, you just? Yeah, but they're, tight. they're, yeah, they're be all right. Yeah, they're all right. We're just waiting for Dow Dow. You know, Jake, yesterday, Dow 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 Dow. Once that comes along, man, we're we're good to go. Oh, that's cool. So I'll tell you what I like to him. do.
12: What I like to do is pull up that, the, the Dow wallet and then pretend it's mine. And then just like when I go hang out with my mom or something, I'll be like, oh, yeah, you know, business is booming. I'll show her the Did Dow wallet.
1: <No> no yeah I can't look in uh being being I'm just a community member but I still feel weird about it I'm gonna take the default route can't tell anybody what to do but I'm holding my shit for a long time so
8: yeah that was uh
1: that was the plan um I'm just wondering where I check where because um you know where do you check on those like because I'm having a hard time on that discord thing um yeah, it's not Discord's not for everybody. I, I sometimes hate Discord and sometimes I absolutely love it. Um, in if you have verified and you're in the Maneki Discord, if you're a holder, uh there is a section in there that actually lists uh the wallets for, for each one of our assets that we hold in our treasury so that anybody can at at any given time transparently and, and you know freely go and check what we have. Uh it it it's in there, but again, you have to verify I think you have to verify. Uh, using Starrybot, it's just backslash Starry, and then you can see. I think it's like Starry Join, verify, um, and then that should open up uh, the access to all of those addresses, and it's all it's all there. Okay,
8: cool. Thanks, man. I appreciate that.
1: Yeah, word, man. Appreciate your support, dude.
8: No problem. Hey, Maneki V2.
1: By the way, I'm loading Dang. that shit up tonight. Oh, oh interesting. Yeah, I'll I'm loading it tonight.
10: A, with, I'll be I'll probably be getting a Maneki
1: V2, and I'm trying to think. You need to because it's Joe's on Friday, B3s. isn't it? Is it yeah, on it's five? on Friday, no. so Friday. we're we're loading them up. We're loading them up um with uh with the Sunny Gang. I'm sorry, I'm closing my door. Uh, with the Sunny. Where the fuck are my dogs? What are you guys doing? Fuckers better not be eating the damn house. Uh, hold on one second. I gotta find. Oh.
12: Dog's, yep. like, sitting on the computer, like, minting his own NFT collection I and know, shit. <laughs> like, tank walking no, in these, on him.
1: <laughs> these pebbles, bro, if I don't, like, if they're not laying by the fire, I, like, got to look quickly because they're getting some shit and they're going to rip it apart. Um, no, uh, sorry, I found them. Uh, so, Maneki, if you have a Joe, Joe V3, uh, you're whitelisted. I guess I should be saying this. You're whitelisted. listed. Uh, you got a cyber chihuahua so hua hua, I, I say it wrong all the time you're white listed uh you have a mythos reaper you're white listed. uh space skellies you're white listed raccoons for all you raccoons if you guys submitted your guys' shit uh on the raccoon uh website they've already given me their their um their addresses so you've also uh you know you, you have to put it in there but you're white listed as well um the, do, 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 the rec gang has been consistently giving me over a couple of the whitelist spots that we've given them. So, again, a few of you guys with rec gang are going to be whitelisted. Um, there's a few other, um, as well. Hold on, let me see here. Let me make sure I got it all down. So, Knots, Umi Knots. If you guys have that, you've, you're white. I want to feel bad because you know what happened with Knots, right? Like, and meneki wouldn't be a thing without Knots anyway. But so we took the most recent ones that they did. And since now knots is not a thing, and there's a lot of people just holding on to neta and umi with no real use case, uh, like wanted to give them something. So you get by holding them, you get whitelisted. Uh, obviously, Manekis, Skellys, Jovi3, Cyberhuahua, Mythos, the creatures, and Crown Ape Reapers all get whitelisted along with the raccoons and the Wreck um, Gang, which by the way, Shout out to Rec Gang because tomorrow during Community Game Day, where we just we play Marbles online, they're giving away uh, uh, a Rec Gang NFT uh, and also four subs to the channel. Uh, and again, anybody that comes and plays Marbles during the stream, you can win free crypto because I give away free crypto for my rewards anyway. So like I thought it was really cool. They're sponsoring the channel tomorrow. So hopefully, tomorrow will be a really fun time. Uh, but we're loading up the contract and everything for Maneki V2 tonight. Uh, with Bonzo or Bonzi, I always want to call him Bonzo. Uh, and yeah, so twenty dollars whitelist, forty-four per whitelisted address. Uh, because it's only one percent. The total collection size is four thousand four hundred forty-four. Thirty dollars after community, which I believe it's only going to be a twenty-four hour whitelist. Um, to mint. Uh, and no burn. Yeah, on on and onward, like upwards and
8: onwards, man. Conquer people. And then people don't have
1: to worry about some dumb shit anymore because But I can't tell you guys. Sorry, I was I'm
12: stoked. I've been uh, been looking through my NFTs and decide there's not near enough cats in there. So I'm looking forward to it. I've been trying to encourage other DAOs to get themselves a V1 also to uh, kind of participate in the community.
1: They should. They should. They should. Bro, it's so much. It's yeah I think
12: I, think, I mean it, they get like one or two of those, and that's pretty much gonna give them a chunk bigger than most of their treasuries are right now yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck uh
1: so yeah the, so like if you max mint it's eight uh at the equivalent twenty dollars right It's simple math, eight hundred and eighty dollars for Max mint on whitelist gives you forty four of them um, the they're so like ah, there's I've been throwing the fucking kitchen sink at sunnyside reapers and they've they've just i think for what we've done with their style and also what Maneki's style is you know being asian kind of themed and stuff like that they've really done a fucking great job at like blending the two and especially with like all the demands that i had because i wanted to take everything that i saw from all these other great projects um and like incorporate them with traits rarities uh again like there's no burn the rarities are going to matter all this other. I can't tell you guys much more than that but like there's so much great things about it like I I'm really really impressed with them and I can't wait uh to actually share some more which by tomorrow morning I'll be able to actually hint out a few more uh NFTs uh, on how they look but they're fucking they're killer um I also want to just add we've definitely on top of trying to give a nod and whitelist spots to a lot of these great communities have definitely I think done a bang up job with giving subtle nods to within these NFTs to individuals and community members that have, you know, been doing their part and pushing the narrative forward. So be on the lookout for those Easter eggs all over them. Like it's going to be, it's going to be a lot of fun.
10: Tank, I have a question for you as a collection
1: builder, launcher, whatever. It's weird to even think that I never even think of myself that way, but yeah.
10: So one, you know, I'm kind of getting to the point with Spark and Interchain where I'm thinking of sustainable revenue sources and more than just like grants and stuff. Um, So there's lots of little ideas kind of floating around. One is um, we have some roadmap plans for a big update to the Spark leaderboard. A bunch of different things, including a UI redesign, but also the ability to like pick from certain nfts you own to like display as your icon with your entry um and an idea i've been playing around with is rather than just letting you pick any nft collection letting nft collections approach us and pay some relatively small fee i mean maybe it would be different depending on the collections because what is a small fee might change but i don't know if that would be that might be less fair but let's say like 500 bucks or something so like maneki or maneki v2 maybe maybe that would count as one i'm not sure i would do do that you know you no
1: separate projects yeah yeah for for maneki's then separate projects but yeah i love where you're going already go on
10: yeah so and it would be i think it would be a one-time thing because nft i i don't think yeah so it would be like if you pay this one-time fee then Across all of the products we're gonna build, the leaderboard is just the example I can point to that you guys know about, but there's gonna be lots of little sort of identity esque things, like where you might have some kind of profile or an icon and letting letting you pick from certain collections that have like paid for their, their listing with Spark sort of. Do you think there'd be pushback for that though, where it's like, Wow, you can't just let us pick any NFT you want, you gotta be money hungry? <laughs>
1: No, I think, you know, that's just advertising. That's the fucking, so much like beneficial things that happen in our our muggle world uh, outside of crypto uh, that make a lot of sense. Like that shit makes a lot of sense. Like, yeah, you want to have uh, a a source of advertising uh, revenue coming in for your platform. I mean, that's how a lot of the platforms that are similar go about doing things. Like investing.com, I said, that's why you see ads all over the place. They just, it's, it's a good business model. It's advertisement. It's good for the, the projects and like but i think to be fair you, you would have to set it at a like you know i think five hundred dollars is fair for most projects um if they're a good project that is uh but i would i would make it somehow to where it's like you can't monopolize because some treasuries are bigger than others and like yeah like you know maneki could afford to be on there for six months and like we just take up all this space and just pay it up front and anybody that visits it go well especially if they're new go that must be like a blue chip cosmos project let's get ahead of that and like buy one of those. Um, but it's kind of unfair to other projects. So maybe you would like put a something in there where it's like, okay, you can only pay like for feature twice a month. And then you've got, if there's another offer, you got to allow the, the, the other offer to, you know, also be up there. You can't just hoard it. Um, or something, right? Who knows? I don't know if that's fair, but like something.
10: That's a similar model to what I think we're going to do with the interchange site. So like when you go to the NFT category, um first off for anybody who's been in our beta test one thing we're shifting is we're going to turn the nft category into one of the ones with subcategories so within nfts you'll be able to differentiate between collections platforms and tools so you know platforms would be like omniflix's marketplace stargaze loops etc tools would be like hubble tools and then collections Mineki, joe sunnyside etc cetera, etc cetera. um and so what you described tank is kind of what we have in mind for an idea. I think I mentioned it earlier, like the promotion of projects. So Maneki could come in and make sure they're top of the, the category list with like a sponsored posts, but maybe we add some type of, yeah, like rate limiter might be the the term or something.
1: Yeah. And then you can also Not make here. it kind of fun too, where it's like, there's a, there's a pay for, and then there's like a community vote for too, like, kind of like what stars does like or you know it's not perfect or not but you can kind of like maybe implement something like that where it's like if you want to see it on the lower side or maybe somewhere else in the back end you can actually get community voted onto that section as well but it's not on the fourth it's not on like the homepage. so
10: okay can i hit you with a, a anyone up here too or actually chris chris has had his hand up my bad i have an idea i want to hit anyone on the stage with but let's let chris jump in
2: Quick question, Tank. Just about uh, Maneki V two. I know, like some of uh, people hold multiple of those projects in their wallet. Um, it's one whitelist per address, correct? Per Not address, one yeah. whitelist per project. Okay. Yeah. Probably. But if yeah. you hold, if you hold, obviously, if you hold them um, in different wallets, you can whitelist those addresses. Yep. All right. Thank you, buddy. No problem. What
1: you got, Tim?
8: So, um, curse
10: my my split brain. Pass. I'm sure it'll come back to me in like 30
1: seconds. <laughs> Pass. This is the Pass. problem. See, I like Chris. <laughs> Sorry, <baby. laughs>
2: I feel bad now. You you probably had a good idea, and I just had an easy ass question to ask. I could have waited. Yeah, I also could have.
0: Yeah, I also could have just waited <laughs> for
2: you to ask it instead of like
10: immediately turning back to my work and putting my mind elsewhere and forgetting my thoughts.
2: Yeah, <laughs> like I was like, I was totally just like playing a video game, listening to you, and you're like, oh, Chris has to talk. I'm like, oh shit, I gotta stop what I'm doing. Like, <laughs> <laughs>
10: I just hadn't looked down at my phone. I noticed your hand up. um uh, Let's Wait, see. I'm gonna, I'm gonna try. So, to, I'm gonna try
1: to refresh your brain. So we're on the wavelength of yeah. of advertising on 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 the web page, and then you had oh you I said got it. You wanted to bring a question up. There you go.
10: I got it. Cool. So one thing I've been struggling with for a while that I think I have an answer to, and I guess maybe like a little alpha about like SparkPoint utility because I do really like this idea, and you know if, if people on stage or whoever chime in agree. Uh, I think it's something we're going to move forward with. So one thing I've wrestled with for a while is like, I would love to be able to use these tools that I create with some level of discretion towards like, like everything we've been talking about that might be paid for recognizing a project that is where i was or where my friends have been where they're super tiny they don't have a budget but they're really trying they're doing whatever and we can just promote them because because we like what they're doing we want to support them like give them a free ad spot every now and then or even for larger projects who maybe don't want to like pay us for a certain uh like featured spot or whatever but that we think is worth it for the end user for example let's say osmosis doesn't want to pay to sponsor its thing well if you go to the Dex category or search decks um Not the search, but the category is listed alphabetically. And the search will be constantly changing as people use the site and data is added. So like, Osmosis might not even be on the front page anywhere there. And that seems a little bit weird for Cosmos. If someone brand new is coming to Cosmos, and they want to learn about the DEXs, and Osmosis doesn't pop up, that's sort of like a failure in the onboarding process. So I would probably consult with my team and be like, listen, I want to give them like featured status anyways. We should definitely continue to try and get them to like pay and chip in for it. But this is what the best end user experience is. And so for both of those things, tiny projects and ones that benefit the end user experience, like I know I trust myself in doing it, but I can just foresee and imagine people going, Oh, like favoritism, like Timmy and the team are just like picking like who, which projects have to pay more, which ones they want to show whatever to. Um, And while I think that's really dumb and like people shouldn't think that way because not everything in Web3 has to be purely decentralized. And in fact, when it is, it usually creates a lot of friction and issues. But I'm considering letting Spark holders basically have control of a DAO that votes on this sort of thing so we might come with a prop every now and then saying or 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 a community member could put one up but saying one of those examples i just listed here's this cool little project here's what they're doing they don't have any kind of budget whatsoever they don't have like they're just paying for their own stuff out of their own pockets Um, we'd like to promote them or we think it's beneficial to have osmosis because xyz whatever and let like spark donors, people who have spark points in their wallet, um, who have put their money where their mouth is as far as like supporting the interchain uh, in general, vote on that sort of thing. Now, like, what, what do you guys I think? think, I, don't about think
1: that? I don't think I don't like I get what you what your concerns, but like, it's you said it right on on the like you know for the people that were supportive earlier on. I don't know if you want to have a say in it, be supportive too. You're trying to get on that platform. It could be as simple as like. $10. Then you got a vote. And then you can just like bring up, you, you know, like you still get a chance to voice your opinion and be heard and have access to it. But if you don't support the initiative earlier on, you can't complain later on when you don't get the benefits of it. It's, it's like, it's free market. That's, that's, that makes sense to me. I get, I get your concerns, but it's kind of ridiculous that, that, you know, everybody always has this weird delusional fucking state of mind where it's like, decentralization needs to be fair and fucking mad nobody can lose like come on dude.
10: so wait wait so are you saying you're in favor of or against putting a DAO in control of something like this do you think it'd be no, better sure. for-
1: okay I'm, yeah i'm I like of course you like there's a lot cool. of little nuances and details that need to be yeah. out. but like the, the overall what, what you just described makes sense to me like you know hey there because there are there's in all, in all fairness, I use Maneki, right? But like, there's other really great, smaller, uh, and even individual people trying to do things that you know are meaningful and will add up over time. But if we shun them or we don't shine lights on them or give them some kind of support, we're only cutting our like you know we're only shooting ourselves in the foot. And so we have to find a way to include them and and let them partake and let them benefit from these cool platforms like Interchain Info or. Or anything like that. Like we we can't just say you know whoever has the biggest wallet wins or whoever has the most sentiment socially wins as well because that that can always be skewed. Like again, ten dollars gets you in. If you if you could go right now to to Interchain or Spark IBC donate ten dollars to the campaign of Interchain Info. Guess what? You're gonna get Spark tokens, which allows you to partake in the DAO. Whether it's small or not doesn't matter. You still get to vote. And even voice, you know, and, and word your opinion, you know, on whatever platform you want, because you're, you're, you're a DAO member now. Like, it's fair. I think it's fair. I don't I think it's ridiculous at all.
8: Go
1: cool. on. It's so funny. I see my boys getting off the bus, and they are fucking hauling ass down the street because they want to come play. I already know it. I know it. They want to come play fucking that damn game, Fortnite. I'm gonna have to oh, ruin their that, little game. That game still, uh, still, still got a stranglehold on the youth. On the children. Yep. It's like crack. They're wow. running back over here to get a hit of crack. They're like, oh, we're home. Let's get it, dad. Get out of the fucking way. Where's my crack pipe? It's get cracked on.
2: I know. They do it. They keep updating it, man. They put, I mean, they had concerts in there over the pandemic that the kids were watching. They had all the like, Ariana right. and Travis Scott. Like, Wow, Dad.
1: right. Bro, Ariana Grande, have you? Did you guys ever watch her when she was on Disney making all? Or was it Nickelodeon or Disney? That fucking Wasn't it
2: Disney. Cat,
1: I don't know. <laughs> what? Whatever. Like my kids watched it. They were so. Oh, kind of I've cool. seen those clips.
2: I know what you're Bro, talking about. I think.
1: The way she talks, I was like, "Is that real? Does she talk like that for real?" Like, ah. But I was like, "Fucking oh my god!"
10: Yes, I do know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so in real life. Although I can't exactly claim to be an ariana
8: expert believe it or not
1: where are you guys going you guys going upstairs to play real quick you guys got to get your gaze on you guys are like little crackheads you know that no 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 jiu-jitsu what are you talking about yeah we know what are you talking about oh my god (laughs) tanks
10: heartbreaks every
8: time (laughs) 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 you
1: I just wanted you guys to hear how excited they are. Like, what? What? No, no, we're not doing it. Just, I need my crack to fix that. And go upstairs and play some Fortnite
11: right now. I've got crack to smoke, Bob.
1: I'm excited. I get, I'm going to go to a comedy show tonight. It's going to be fun.
11: Nice. Yeah. Uh, effort,
1: effort. Wait, you're com what? Com- you're going to a comedy show or you're putting on a comedy no, show? No, I'm not what putting on
11: no comedy show. You crazy? They'll probably fucking throw tomatoes at my ass. The fucking rotten ones.
1: No but for- wait, the husband's taking you on a date to a comedy show? Yes. Did he see Robo again or something? <laughs> <laughs> I was like,
11: Robo, why are you setting them thirst traps with the with the with the sugar glider on your head? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh man! Oh, I just saw I just saw uh, a message from Sunnyside. They are ready to load things up. Uh, unfortunately, guys, I I just noticed again commitment to the ecosystem. Right, we've been on this space for quite a long time. That's a uh, three thousand dollars right there for for this amount of time. Uh, I'm gonna call it, uh, and I have to get back with them so we can load up. Uh the Maneki uh Neko. By the way, guys, two separate. It's gonna be called Maneki Neko. That's the official um uh description or, or, or way you should be describing Maneki cats. It's Maneki Neko. So that's the title. Uh like that's the for
10: mm-hmm. Like Neko wafers. What's Neko? Neko.
1: It's it's uh it's just that it's it's actually a Japanese origin. A lot of people think maneki's are or the good luck or beckoning cat is Chinese. It's actually, whoa, what noise was that dog? It's actually a Japanese folklore uh, or origin, uh, and it's just it's just the way that they say maneki-neko is it's beckoning cat. So, hmm. that's that's where the hand comes from. And again, a lot of people don't understand that in uh, Japanese culture or the way that they explain it, the cat, the palm is faced outwards and downwards. Is the beckoning um, gesture that is, is recognized there. So it's instead of like Western, where the hand is upwards and you kind of like tell people to come, and it's you bring it towards you. It's actually in reverse, downwards. That's why that that's that that's why the hand in in uh, the Maneki statues that you see kind of go back and forth downwards.
10: Thank. Why are
1: the- you me into learning stuff? I know learning is hard uh, Very tough. guys, but the Beck- the Maneki cat is uh, usually most recognized to bring good fortune to the holders and to the owners or to the people that actually place a Maneki in their place of business or home. I hope that you guys do not ignore Maneki Neko or Maneki V2, otherwise known on Friday when we actually have it go live, good fortune to the holders and good fortune to the Cosmos ecosystem. But that being said, I got to get out of here because I'm going to ruin these guys' this little day and still bring them to Jiu-Jitsu. They cannot smoke that crack. I won't let them smoke that crack.
0: <laughs> Thanks for checking out another episode of The Ether. That was CryptoTank hosting the Cosmos ecosystem tailgate party for the Maneki Neko. Recorded on Wednesday, December 14th, 2022. For TerraSpaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening.
4: analyze those situations, what you find is, is that we as humans simply have a profound inability to understand statistics and probability
0: in these writings, living that life like, who would've guessed, you turn out this nice, right? Avoiding stress that's the motherfucking secret print that shit on a motherfucking leaflet I'm just an asshole hooked on the bricks, looking at the rectangles damn they kinda thick, we've gone through a whole lot of kings here cutting off heads just to bring cheer, getting all fired up, tiger king, line them up when you'd give an arm and a leg just to try the junk, on some first time buyer's luck, Alexa, set a reminder And remind me to buy a bunch And put your hands up if you fuck this year And keep them in the air if you're picking up the spare And put your mask on just to go outside Looking at the planet about to downsize So climate change
4: will not make Earth an Climate change will make Earth a living hell In fact, I, I live in New York City where in our heart to reach her left elbow that takes out all of New York City and basically every other coastal city that we've spent thousands of years building uh, in the, since the dawn of civilization.
0: spaces. <laughs>